Parody. He's been playing with his setup again. Night Demon. Yeah. That's not right. I know. I did not. You, you did. We approve of this nonsense. Not. We don't approve of this nonsense. I didn't touch anything. You did. You said you, you started you, a stream an you hour before we started. Mm-hmm. You touched buttons. But, I was there when you touched buttons. Things. He touched things mm-hmm. again. Mate, I didn't it touch means things. It means you're testing things. Don't touch things. I didn't things. touch anything. I you said, did. and you, I quote, you, you, the you, issue you, you that I was having with the bandwidth, you I finally got someone to come out to check it. Turns out my internet cable instead of it being one solid cable, was four different cables connected together with one of the ones in the middle having a lower throughput than the rest. So they took the whole cable out, mm-hmm. gave me one high input, high throughput cable, buried that thing, and now I've gone from 250-ish bits a second to 3,000. That's what happened. The only changes, quote, no. that have been made are the Windows updates, the updates to OBS, and the updates to Discord, oh, well, which you, I can't avoid. You, you just said Windows updates, and that already has destroyed everything. But I didn't do that. Windows did that. Parody, when I was in his chat earlier, when he was not streaming Destiny, and he was doing and? testing for the stream, he was yep. playing around with his audio. Well, yeah. No, it wasn't. I, mean, I was adjusting the yeah, in-game yeah, volume for Diablo. In-game the settings. He's done, you've done twiddles. In Diablo. He's Diablo's not even a real game. I didn't touch anything in OBS or Destiny or any of that shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, have you finished playing around with your audio now? I never touched it. You did. I did not. So I can't believe. So Bungie. No, no. It, before we no. What? You can't. You can't do this every week. You suddenly start what? talking about Bungie. We can and he will. He will. We've got to roll the titles first. Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Welcome to the horrific two titans and the hunter. Destiny two podcast, a spectacular show dedicated in bringing you all the latest information. News and opinions. This is a monstrosity of a show for new and veteran creatures of the night, where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you feast and suck the blood of the innocents. I mean, succeed in the game. So let us not waste any more time. Let us begin the show. <laughs> And we're done. So, talking about Bungie. Here he is, fresh off Five Nights at Freddy's. We have one Night Demon, one Respawn, and one Parody. We're here. You're here. And Respawn's going to tell us whatever he thinks is most important that has gotten into his crawl as he's twiddled all the buttons, touched all the knobs, and flipped all the switches. Which which thing which thing out of the twomp, the patch note, or that you saw on the internet this week is stuck in your crawl right now? Okay. So we all know that Bungie met a boo-boo with the Latin community, right? We're not going to go into details, but I'm sure everybody knows what I'm referring to, right? So um, did we cover it? as bad as that was... We did cover it, didn't we? We did. Oh, no, we, we glossed over it. Briefly. Uh, I mean, it was discussed. Um, so. as, as bad as that was, right? Mm-hmm. I will give credit where it's due. Even though I haven't checked, I'm, I'm making this on an assumption. Oh, and if I'm wrong, I'm sure everybody will tell me. <laughs> But 
Can I just tell you Somebody. now that you're wrong and just assume <laughs> that I'm in the right telling you that you're wrong because it just feels <laughs> correct? Yeah, sure. I'm going with parody on this one. We'll go with that. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, but there was another game that out Bungie Bungie, and they didn't reach out to the Latin community like Bungie did in the way that they did. Instead, well, I mean, to be fair, took, it, it was it was a tweet. I don't think it was a reach out. It was literally a tweet, is what you're talking about. It's so not like Bungie did a, did a whole event. Reach out to people. Well, no, but I'm saying like saying they reached out to the community makes it sound like they did a thing, like held an event. It was a tweet. Okay. So uh, just just not not knowing what you're tweet. right, not knowing what you're comparing this to, I just want to I just want to set the stage for here's what Bungie did. They tweeted a thing, okay. and then somebody else did something else, which we're about to find out. Yes. So um, as as kind of asinine as that was, um, there was another company. I'm not going to mention who it is because I'm not going to give them. Well, well you, you you have to. Right. If, if, if you're if, if you're going to drag sure Bungie, I'm you, you got this. Once You've I say this, don't know companies. who I'm talking about without He's scared that I might it. just mute him for all this game, other game talk. That's what it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't you, the name. I have no idea what you're talking about because I follow nothing at the moment. Okay. So I'm totally in the dark. Okay. Well, there's another game company with another very popular game on the market right now. Um, that... Did they make Sunset Overdrive? Did they recently sell band? The games? longer y'all interrupt me, the longer this takes. Well, I'm trying to get to it so that you don't say well, the no, name if I'm you don't want to say it. But, but they just say the name. God damn, damn name. <laughs> so freaking, mm, I don't actually know off. who makes the game. I'm assuming Sony. Oh my God. I'm assuming. Only because they own the IP to this particular superhero, wink, wink, right? Um, and in this Sony, superhero game. Uh-huh. That has a lot to do with arachnids, wink, wink. Yeah, Spider-Man people. Two. Oh, oh, you're talking about Spider-Man Two <laughs> and people in the things, and yeah, because uh, yeah. uh, other people exist in the world that aren't like the people that get bad about stupid crap. Also, it's a video game. I, that, right. This is my blanket it's statement for everybody game. getting mad about stupid crap in video games. But it's this isn't stupid game. though. This isn't stupid though, and this is I why it's not stupid. It is. It's well, what they did was stupid, but not why. Okay, so. What they did is instead of putting Latinx or Latin or whatever like Bungie did, right? They went and took it upon themselves to change the Spanish language to remove any and all gender-specific things in the Spanish language. And if you speak Spanish, you know everything has a gender. A table has a gender. A pencil has a gender. Literally everything has a gender. And based on what you're talking about, you have to use different genders so that people don't get confused. Right? That's how Spanish yeah. works. That's how the okay. language works. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, uh, not Bungie. <laughs> Sorry. Sony, or whomever makes Spider-Man 2, I'm assuming is Sony, right? Sony, no. Marvel, no. pick one. Insomniac. Insomniac. There you go. I'm sure Already. It wasn't Sony, it was Insomniac. They went and took all of the gendered words out of the Spanish language in their game and made up entirely new words which don't make any sense, right? And the reason this is a big deal is because the Spanish people are upset because we have a Western company pushing ideologies on their language and their culture. Not only removing all the genders, but making up entirely new words that don't exist in Spanish to prove their point. Yeah, there's there's some languages that are rooted in, 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 yeah, like you said, words are gendered. You can't remove those because then you butcher the language. Yes. That's not how any of this works. So somebody in a board meeting had a good idea and nobody said that's stupid. We really shouldn't do that. And here we are. Yeah. 
So I'll give credit that Bungie didn't go that far, but I can't believe somebody would just remove, would change an entire language to be inclusive. But what you've actually done is you've removed inclusivity. So all this, like, 10 minutes of discussion about this other game... It was only 10 minutes because you kept interrupting me! It's just to give Bungie credit. Kind of, yeah. Okay, good. as, as As big a mistake as what they did, and I honestly thought that our show would be in trouble because of all the people off at Bungie. Well, now these same people have redirected their anger towards who'd you say it was? Insomniac? Yes. So I think Bungie's going to survive, and our show might indeed have a future. Well, and and, and Respawn, you make even a better point of this is why inclusivity matters. This is why there should be people of Spanish descent working in video game companies. It shouldn't be a bunch of white dude bros building video games. This is why you need to have (laughs) inclusivity and people from other cultures so Agreed. someone in the room can stand up and go, this is a really bad idea. We really shouldn't do this. And this is going to go catastrophically wrong when yes. it's a bunch of white dude bros sitting in the room being like, yeah, we're going to do this. It'll be great. No one's in the room to go. Um, I, 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 I took three seconds and I can see how this is going to be a train wreck. Let's, <laughs> let's not wreck the train. Please. please. Can yeah. we, can we on a brand new game? Not, not wreck the train. And what you're saying is right. It doesn't, it takes three seconds to realize that this is stupid. You know, I mean, Canada yeah, I mean, did it a few months back with Trudeau trying to try to remove gender from the French language, and that didn't work out too well. You know, yeah, I mean, some some languages are gendered. That that's how the language works. You can't yeah. you can't remove that, and then you, you broke the language. Mm. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going back to the Dead Sea Scrolls, and uh, what's the dead language? Not Latin, the one before Latin, Sumerian. Is it I mean, Sumerian? Latin's, Latin's pretty dead too. Yeah, Latin's pretty dead, but we're talking about like old, old dead language, like like the original dead. I think it's Sumerian. Somebody correct me, but I think it's Sumerian that like nobody can read or even try to nowadays, man. Like it's it's deader than Latin. Like like Latin's like compared to you, Egyptian I'm, I'm, I'm alive and well. No, no, it's older than that, dude. No, um... it's like it's crazy, crazy old, crazy old. Anyway, but yeah, anyway, so which brings us right back around to getting to your vault from orbit and we're done thanks for joining us this week that was the show we're done here well i just uh, i just want to put something out there i think it's the, the problem with society at the moment isn't it that everybody wants to try and include everybody so they think that they're trying to do the best thing so they mm-hmm. ask the one person in the room who is mm-hmm. the who thinks that they're doing the best thing and then they do that thing and it comes out and it's to a majority of other people it's like no that is not the right thing to do and, right. and and then companies are scrambling like well we asked that one person in the room and they said yes that would be acceptable and you know it's 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 a really hard thing at the moment in society i mean i was listening to like a comedian talking about that they they can't tell jokes anymore that the, it's just mm-hmm. the, it's a minefield of who are you going to upset and who's going to come for you and who's well, going to try and dead. Yeah. 100%. yeah. Who's going to try and cancel you because you've upset somebody, you know, it's like, or you've misgendered somebody by mistake because you, you weren't aware that they had decided that they wanted those pronouns. It's like, mm-hmm. it's very hard these days to actually get to please everybody. Just like in a video game, you can't please everybody. Nor should you try. What you should do in a video game company is you should go after the majority. That's how you're going to sell things, right? But and what, maybe they what thought that they doing. were. Maybe they well, thought that they were because in the in the culture that we are in at the moment, right. this is this is Ooh. the level of people that are out there that they they want to be 
known as this gender or not gendered at all. They they want this in their language. But, they don't want you, that in their language. On gender, but it's it's not just gender. It's also no, about know, race, saying, culture, yeah. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. It, but it's that's, so I mean, that's the example the we have. So it's it's yeah. so hard to kind of do anything that will kind of not upset one area of a culture. You know. Yeah, but by yeah. doing so, by trying to include the, I think. I think 8% is what this group of people is up to at this point, right? And I'm not going to say who it is because I'm not trying to it, anybody off, right? It doesn't, it, it, yeah, I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter who it is. I mean, it goes back to who's in the room making the decisions. Yeah. Again, like, like this, like this is why your, you know, people deride you, you know, your DEI initiatives, your division, division inclusive, or, Division, and inclusivity, and not, not division. I'm, I'm drawing, is no, that it's, what it is? It's the IV, yeah, you're okay, right. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was so sure that my brain just went, I'm just going just to stop working on you for a minute. Uh, division, <laughs> inclusivity, and equity is the DIV. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Diversity. There it is. Yeah, not diversity. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going division. I'm going, no, my brain's on the stupid video game. I'm like, yeah. it's not division, but my brain is just yeah. not working anymore. Yeah, I mean, this is why you, basically, this is why you need to have more than white guys in the room. Like, at mm. the end of the day, you've got a bunch of, you know, you've got a no, monoculture. You, you need to have, I don't um, know what you need to have, but this isn't it. You you need to have a variety of people in the room making these decisions. Again, yes. men, women, white guys, non-white guys, other people in the room, so you don't get to this situation going. Well, no one, no one flagged this. No one looked at this. No one saw this coming. Uh, I mean, so I, I guarantee you, if you ask is, one person, they would have seen it coming. Yeah, if you if you're gonna make a change to like a Spanish language or French language, at least go out and and talk to a control group of that language or ethnicity or Fill in the blank, right? Don't make decisions based on a group of people you know nothing about. You know, Under, understand that the English language is different than other languages. Yeah, I mean, even languages the English language is a hodgepodge of Latin, Germanic, and I mean, just all kinds of nonsense. We stole from every language to make English. <laughs> so, I mean, if you if you're yeah. not worried about like you know the English language being this and that and the other, just know that we've we've stolen from every language. We've got words from everywhere. You know. So, I mean, I don't know. I just, it, it's just, stop doing these things. And Bungie, don't get any ideas. <laughs> don't do this. Ah, uh, goodness gracious. So what a great jumping that. off point for the show. Right? Yeah. There's a lot to do with space and space. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So should we dive right in to the 12th for this week? The 26th yes. of October. It's almost Halloween-y! Yay! Yeah, it is. So last week, <laughs> what? Well, what? I'm upset. I'm, I'm, I'm not upset. laughing at you. I'm laughing at Night Demons. Oh. It almost is like just just the the dad exhaustion in that voice of. Oh, I'm upset. I can't do my we voices. Must, we must ready the troops. We must marshal the resources. <laughs> the candy goblins are coming. I don't that's what I. That's what I heard. In I that think exhaustion. they just said that you can that they don't want no. the vampire voice. That, that's what I saw. No, I'm that's, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he, was, he was told no. Yeah, well, you so. can do a second one, but you've, you've been roundly told not to do that one. You could yeah. also do a pirate. You could also do... That, that was the other one. A Halloween pirate. <laughs> I mean, I can do I can do Frankenstein. I can just sit here going... I told you, I told you last week, that's exactly what you do anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm both insulted and amused. <laughs> so last week, we told you about more Festival of the Lost info and fun. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. The cosplay shenanigans, pumpkin carvings galore, and becoming Erish yourself with the masks. Uh, checkmate Rumble. Well, checked. Did anybody see that this week? That 
you look at the node and it's checkmate controller now. It's like um, it's, it's, it's checkmate six v six now. And I was yeah, like, in fact, well, Rumbles, that was the first was thing like, I noticed. I was like, Rumble's mm-hmm. not six v six, so I did go into it. Yeah. Um, yep. It, it's still checkmate for better or for worse. But yeah, but I was it's like, checkmate control. It is. Yeah. Now I, I don't want to call Bungie out, but I'm going to because when Bungie yeah. told us, you want no, to. You, you know, I write down. You want to? No, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but when I when I sit down and I write down everything Bungie <laughs> tell me, and uh-huh. they say to me, right, for four weeks at the beginning of the season, we are yep. going to have four weeks of relic. Then we're going to have happen. Mm-hmm. two weeks of checkmate control, mm-hmm. two weeks of checkmate survival, and then uh-huh. week nine and week ten are going to be checkmate rumble. So that's yes. October seventeenth was uh-huh. week nine, uh-huh. and October twenty fourth, which uh-huh. is this week. Uh-huh. Is another week of Checkmate Rumble, so it was two okay. weeks of each game mode, okay. and then it was going to go back to Relic <laughs> for the rest of the season. Okay, Relic. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yep. What happened to Rumble? There's well, no mention of that. Yep. <gasps> no, nobody wants to play Rumble, and also, it's Bungie. You're going to get to the point where this man's going to put out a video. It's just to be him shrugging on the tower, going, <laughs> "Something's going to happen. I have no idea. You've broken my trust to the point I can't believe anything you're saying. We're well, going to have something to do next week." Um, it may be what the pop-up on Thursday says. It may not be. There's just no way to know at this point. Right. I will give them their due, though. You know last week that I was moaning, and I no. said, mm-hmm. Bungie, please, for the love of God, go back to when you put that notice up on the Friday reset to say you're going to do double Nightfall rewards and extra Vanguard ranks. Mm-hmm. Please tell us on that pop-up, when you tell us what the weekly Nightfall is, what the, the rotations are for the raids and the dungeons and things, just, just an extra little sentence to say, if there's going to be XP next week. And they did. They listened to the show. Oh, so, thank you, I don't Bungie. think they listened to us, but I'm glad that you think so. No, they did. They did. Because <laughs> at the bottom of this week's pop-up, they went double XP and Gambit next week. I was like, thank you. Because I right. like to tell the people to go and play more Gambit, especially parody. Because mm-hmm. look, unless Cheese Forever is talking about us, Bungie's not listening. No, no, the, promise you that. Bungie must be listening because they did. They just somebody typed it up. The person that does that typey typey thing, they listen to us. The typey typey thing. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. The writey wordy yeah. thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm intensely yeah. familiar with the typey typey thing. Good. Yeah. Yes. So, I, I also want to know what happened to Checkmate Rumble because nobody said anything. Okay. You don't um, have Checkmate at all, though. You said so. Why are you worried about it? I'm pretty sure what happened was they looked at the numbers and said seven people played this. <laughs> maybe, maybe we, maybe, maybe this wasn't a big hit. Maybe we Wait, should do rumble. Only seven yes. people played. What? Well, no. well, I mean, I, I obviously I don't know that it was seven, but I, I wonder if they looked uh, at the numbers and said, "Oh, this was significantly lower than we were expecting." Maybe we <laughs> should just uh, change it. Either that, or there was some bug and they decided to change it. But my my guess is they probably went, "We're not getting any data because nobody is playing the super hard mode." Where it's six v six, you know, you know, six six of you, one v one v one v one v one. So no. let's just, let's just not do that anymore. Nobody, nobody like this. Everyone <laughs> thumbs down. Well, even if we liked it or didn't like it, we would still like a little bit of information because I was mm-hmm. I was going to. I mean, I gave it a bit of a harsh review last week, and I thought I'll go back in and see what it, I'll, I'll try hand cannons because that is the meta for checkmate. So I thought I'll, I'll I'll go in there and I'll put my hand cannon on and I'll see if it's just that I just needed to use the weapon of choice. And I went to go and play it, and I was like, that's not Rumble anymore. Have I? <laughs> no, I, my, my thing says it's meant to be Rumble. Uh-huh. And I, th- I actually logged off of the game, loaded it back up, because I thought maybe I've logged in at the wrong time, 
for like the reset and i thought i'll go back and and maybe it's you know i'm there 10 minutes early or something then they and they've pushed the wrong button and went back like an hour or two later and it was like no it's, it, is, it is not it's, i it is the children who are wrong yeah <laughs> yeah so and I, I did expect them to say something in the 12 this week i would have thought they'd say oh by the way there was an issue or we've decided oh. to try this just for an extra week because now i'm worried that checkmate uh, or not checkmate uh, relic won't be up next week they'll go oh we wanted to give you another week of rumble and I'm like no that's not what you promised us you promised us relic and people like relic so you know, you know, Relic. I haven't had a chance to play with like Relic. Relic. I haven't had a chance to play because I didn't. I didn't really dip a toe into Crucible in those first couple of weeks. And I was like, okay, you know, they they basically said you'll have it up for the next like you know the last five or six or whatever weeks of the season. So yeah, I would like to at least try it. I haven't tried it yet. And the first Checkmate, couple of weeks there Checkmate was issues with, and with it Relic was not for as me. well. For the first right. couple of weeks yeah, of Relic, yeah. there were issues with I think something to do with the skill base and the the connections and people were all over the map so once they kind of got that settled in the third and fourth week it was like well we've got iron banner we've got this we've got that so i think people were off doing other things at that point yeah i was remember where, where you get all the all the relics the scythe and the shield and all that stuff there was also some issue with like the interaction of some of those relics with i can't remember you know different exotics or different supers or something where like it was it was acting how it would act in pve which was not great for pvp you know, if you have a big flaming scythe, hey, maybe we should uh, mess with this. Or if you have, if you've got the Whoa. the big, I want the big, a flaming the big scythe in PvP. What the hell? Oh god! All right, for, first time listener, I'm gonna need you to go back to like eight weeks ago and listen to the show where we talked about relic. Nah, bro. PvP, <laughs> and, and then you get the scythe and, and the shield from Vault of Glass, and I can't think of what the other one. Uh, it was the synaptic spear. The size that's, that's and one the age of Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I was like, and the big spear we threw that I couldn't remember the name of. Yeah. Where like you, you do something, it it unlocks a kiosk or something to go pick those up. Then you can run around with those for some limited amount of time or limited amount of kills or something. And then you go back yeah, to slaughtering each other you, normally. You, you get kills with normal weapons and then your little bar fills up. And once your bar fills up, you can go and pick up a weapon. But if you die with that weapon, you drop it at that location. Somebody else can pick it up. So you have oh. to be very careful. Nifty McSkizzle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Bundy, please, please bring it back so we can, you know, try it. It does actually sound fun. I must have zoned out because I started talking about PvP. Hmm. Mm, topics for week. this week. Let's More talk about PvP. topics for this week because it is a hot topic because you can get ready to vault from the orbit. <gasps> uh, ah. We've got a message from Rahul and a quick There's chat about ghost there. mods. In we've got a economy. They've got a PSA on about uh, talking about boosting services, so basically don't do it. And yeah. um, a global reach is getting more global. So, are mm-hmm. you ready to rock and go? No, I'm also, sorry, rock and go. We all, how many times are we going to have to talk about? Don't let somebody boost your account, man. We've been talking about that for a year oh. and a half. Well, like, to be fair, the, the, be fair this, this is also um, we're going to sue everybody who's. Running boost your account services because I think Bungie <laughs> Bungie went after another company somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, Can what they actually said, do that though? Well, oh yeah, I I didn't know you could sue a third party for. I mean, they're not changing their game; they're just exploiting something that's already built in. Ah, uh, sorry, I was conflating two stories I read this week. <laughs> they were going after a company who was doing three D modeling of Destiny things for using Destiny in the name of their. Uh, uh, thing, which, which, which is, which is 
Yeah. Yeah. We, we, yeah. It, it was, I think it was letting you basically like print 3d models of the game, but they were like, they were like that part we're fine with, but you can't like brand it as a destiny thing. It's like, no, that that's, that's naughty. Mm. We don't like that. Well, as we're here, we'd like to give you a friendly reminder from our product security team. <gasps> so Bungie's product security, product security team oh, continues to protect players from cheating and enabling players to experience the game as talented designers intended. Over the past year, we've observed an increase in accounts being stolen and sold without account owners' permission by boosters. Uh So paid carry services and cheater developers. So such services also appear to harvest and sell other personal information or financial information that they come across. So if you use these boosting services and you pay like with your credit cards or you, you know, they've got your sign in and they've used your sign in to play a trials match, even if it's legit and you've got the wins that they actually take your information because you've actually given them information. If they've actually used your account, they have access to everything, basically. So So hold on. You're saying a lot of things. What you're saying is the people that you've paid to boost your account now have access to your account and are taking your account information. Yes. Okay. So it's not like if you give if you give it to your friend to play and you know you've known your friend a couple of years, whatever, and and Uh your friends and your friend's really good at, at trials. That's different because you can locate that friend. But this is different. This is well, you can just let him play on your Xbox or your PC or whatever. Yeah, yeah damn. <laughs> but you know, so that yeah, this is it's apparently it's increasingly clear relationship between the boosting services and cheating. And primarily, boosting services and pay carry services frequently resort to cheats to churn through as many customers as fast as possible. So after those customers are churned through, the carry service will then sell the account credentials to other, other <gasps> bad characters. What? <laughs> so again, Bungie would like to remind you to protect your account by basically not using those services. So Who pays to have somebody get them? I understand if like you had something on the line, like, I don't know, the not Someone. forgotten, for example, or, you know, something like that, where you have a very coveted item to get. But nowadays, what does PV? Why would you pay anybody to make you look good in PvP? What's the benefit there? I'm, a, I'm actually asking. Like, or what's the point? Because you want something from the game for whatever reason, from PvP, PVE, and you don't have yeah. time or the ability to do it. And oh, you say, I've, okay, "Well, okay. I, I mean, again, I've I've never looked, but I'm assuming if I'm assuming if, if I'm going to give you money to play on my account, I assume they'll offer." Anything in any, you know, everything in the game. Oh, I I can't get through this stupid exotic mission, but I'd like to get through it. And I have no one who can help me. Let me pay you for it. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Again, people, people with more money than sense or money than time. They're like, yeah. I can pay and do this thing. Look, that is crazy. I'm going to tell you now, listeners, if you want that kind of service, what you need to do is join our discord and get into the 100.io because there are so many people in all of our kind of discords over here at Two Titans, uh, Blueberry Lounge, uh, Guardian Down, Guardian Hub, that will help uh-huh. you achieve your goal. If you want to do a raid, if you want to go flawless in trials, Sweaty Spooks is doing flawless carries over on the Blueberry Lounge. There are so many lovely people that we have in our community that will help you achieve what you want to t- kind of get out of the game yep. as best they can. You know, and there is help though. We're not going to take your account. We're not going to do it for you. We're going to run you through it. We're going to carry you. You're going to participate in the experience and probably have some fun doing it. And And you will learn. It is more fun fun to do it with people that are willing to help you get through it. Even if you want to just 
run through a raid as quickly as possible. Say, I've got like 45 minutes. Please, guys, just run me through it. I, I don't need to know the mechanics. We have people in this community that will just take you through a raid, start to finish, get you what you need. At uh-huh. that way, at least you get some raid experience. The same with trials. They will yep. do their best to get you to the lighthouse as quick as possible. You know, just join the Discord, join any of our Discords. So that's Blueberry Lounge, Two Titans, Guardian Hub, and Guardian Down. Uh, just join our discords and ask in, you know, and, and maybe set up a 100.io and just ask in the communities, can somebody help? There will be somebody somewhere that will help you that will be able to be on at the same time as you. It's, mm-hmm. it's amazing yeah. what we do as a community as a whole, basically, to help people. So you don't have to use these kind of boosting services to basically burn your account, as what Bungie have said. You know, if if you kind of... Bungie look at it that you are the person that is using that account so you are the one that's going to get burned from Bungie so don't do it yep yeah yeah and and there's plenty of people who who will put up a post like hey like like me I'm trying to get through this raid I've never been through it I need I need help or me and a buddy there's two of us we don't know what we're doing you know we need to Sherpa get us through this raid there's plenty of people just going "I'd, I'd like to do this I just need help doing it and there's you know plenty of folks out there in the community who will go, yeah, no, I'm, I've run this raid 300 times. I'll happily run you through it. I can chirp you through, teach you the mechanic and get you through it. So yeah, don't, don't pay for the privilege. If nothing else, go to, you go to the 100.io and just create an account and just see what's there. Just hang out and say, cause there's people doing everything. There's mm-hmm. people just, Hey, I want to go into crucible and just screw around, screw around for a couple hours. Hey, I want to play iron banner. We're not trying to win. We're not trying to six stack and roll people. We just want to go in and play with other people. Like, you know, it, it, it's not always in-game things. It's not always like, you know, I'm trying to go flawless to the, to the lighthouse. It's, I just want to go play Trials with two other people I can commiserate with. And, yeah. you know, Hunter, Hunter IO is how we met each other and how we got started in this. So it's a great resource for just finding other people to go, you seem like a reasonable human being. We should be friends. Right. And, and, and another thing is I just lost my... God damn it. I was so patient and waiting for you to finish it. I forgot. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Maybe it'll come back to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> if you really want to spend your money on Destiny 2 or having people help you do something on Destiny 2, might I interest you in the two <laughs> titans and a hunter? <laughs> Patreon. What what we're offering for Patreon? Are you going to take people through a raid if they Patreon? Yo, I have, and I will. That's all I'm saying. You know, I mean, you, you know, we have a Patreon. We have a coffee. We have all kinds of ways for you to spend money on us, which will get you into our Discord. Actually, you can get into the Discord for free anyway. But it doesn't matter <laughs> if you're on Patreon. You get a special channel in the Discord where you get first dibs when at least I am looking for a group to do something with, or. In that channel, you could ask me or the other two idiots to help you do something. And I said other idiots, I included myself, uh, to get something done. All right? I'm not saying we will be successful, but by God, we're going to try. <laughs> so you're basically saying we're a useless version of like a boosting service. Not useless, right? Okay. Semi-useless. No, more no, entertaining, no, useless, but less more, Okay. Yes. Yeah. What he said. Thank you, Parody. <laughs> See, my translator comes through once again. Oh, okay. But yeah. I mean, if you really got that much money to burn, I know a guy. <laughs> I know three guys. <laughs> so, what, it, 
If we can't do a shameless plug, what good are we? None. No good. But button, uh, De- Destiny does have an account restrictions and banning policy if you want to have a look at that. So, yeah. see, see I, I would just advise not doing it. Just just stick to the, 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 the friend groups and the 100 IOs and discords so that you can actually talk to people and work together. Yeah. D- don't go chasing waterfalls. Stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to, is what I'm trying to tell you. waterfalls. <laughs> Please stay to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Yeah, that's the LP. <laughs> oh no! Oh damn it! So all around the world, you better have sung that. Nope. Every boy uh, and every girl. Yeah, and they've got a huge number of players all over the world, and they want you to know that getting game information in those languages. So moving forward, they'll be translating the most important at Destiny Two teams information and Bungie help information tweets on our local Destiny Twitter slash. See, they still call it Twitter X channels. So yeah. Destiny Hopefully they won't game, be changing the language like yeah. other companies do. At Destiny Game DE, Destiny Game FR, ES, IT. So this is, I'm, I'm going to have a guess at these. Denmark, France, mm-hmm. Spain, Spain, Italy, Japan, yep. Yep. Korea, and Whoop. Great yeah, Britain. No. Um, I, I don't know what the BR what, is. What? BR, uh, BR Brazil, is Brazil, I'm assuming. Brazil, oh, maybe. Brazil, yes. There you go. You think I'd know that considering I married one? Nope. <laughs> we, we would, yeah. So, so yeah, BR Portuguese, yeah, KR Korean, JP Japan, yeah, IT Italy. Yeah, yes. yes. Like that... because Brazilian Portuguese is different from Portuguese Portuguese. Okay. I'm going to assume it's Brazilian Portuguese since they're specifically talking about BR. Brazil. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Who am I to know? Well, maybe because no, you said Portuguese, D, and I was just like, is "That's D why they e German." D might be Dem- yeah, German. Yeah, it might be Deutschland. I went with Denmark. Yes, look, looks very German. Not that I can speak it, but it. Okay, yes. you're clicking on them. <laughs> I wasn't clicking on them. I was just having a good guess. So yes, yeah, well, so basically, well, 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 that's the fun. You guess, and I'll see if I can figure it out. <laughs> what they're going to do is that what they're saying is that to get everybody all the information all at the same time is that everybody will have all this information. Once they kind of go, right, we've needed to translate all this information. So it's not actually going to come out at the Destiny 2 teams and the Bungie help first and then be translated. It's all going to go live at the same time so that we get all the information all together and we're one big community. So there may be a delay in something happening at Bungie to us getting the information, but it will all be coming out at the same time. Yes. So they're not just going to put it into Google Translate or a- ask an AI bot and have a mangled translation come out? Maybe. <laughs> we don't know that. It did not specify that. It just said it would come out at the same time. That's all it said. We're going we're to assume that you've got somebody on staff that speak <laughs> these languages. They can go, yep, that makes sense. Let's hope. We are hoping. <laughs> that, is, that is the hope. Oh, and, then, and then... We've got, then, we've got we've got some witch or treats. Keep those festivals of the lost submissions coming, so you can still submit for their Halloween challenge. So they've got Destiny Two styles. We've got cosplay. We've got in-game cosplay. You can be a giant blueberry if you've got the right pieces of armor. You can be Spider-Man if you've got the right pieces of armor. Well, you can try to be Spider-Man. Exactly. Which one, the Iron Spider or which Spider Man? Because there's a lot. There's Venom. There's Spider Man. There's the Iron Spider. I it, mean, what it, are we talking here? It it, it looks like Spider Man from the picture that they've got. It's Spider Man. 
just normal Spider-Man. It could be Miles Morales. I don't know. I don't know the difference uh, between the costumes. Miles Morales is black with red accents. That's Miles. That that looks like Miles then. Maybe. I don't know. He's got big giant spider legs coming out the back of it. You can that see is on Iron the... Spider then. Okay, there you go. No, but it's not Iron Spider. Is it? It's proper spider legs. I don't know what picture that is anyway. Iron, the Iron Spider is an Iron Man suit with four legs coming out the back of it. Please just look at the twelve, because then you, you'll know what I'm you, talking you about. You can look at the twelve, <laughs> and then and then you could know this versus playing twenty questions. Yeah, but this is so much more fun. As no. great a radio as it is. <laughs> oh dear. So yes, you've got some in-game customizations if you want to look at some of these on the twelve. They're really cool, and we've got some pumpkin carving, which that's, somebody's gone all out with a hive mask uh, on a pumpkin. Just amazing. And some, I love the way that you you can carve these and not actually kind of where you like kind of just take off the skin of the pumpkin to kind of get that glow effect behind some of the pictures. Mm-hmm. They look really cool. And yeah, then that is got, the Iron Spider, but somebody took artistic creativeness with that. But yeah, well, there you okay. go. Well, that would be Spider Side, so very on brand. Fair enough. Oh, it is. Yo, good. Mm-hmm. We ain't called him out in a minute. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yo, for if you need any idea, like, if you're just bored with your Guardian look, Spider-Sides is the guy to go to. Now, there's two Spider-Sides on YouTube, and one spelled with an S, the other spelled with a C. I don't remember which one is which. <laughs> I think Spider-Sides is... But if you typed in Spider-Sides and Destiny, you might uh-huh. get it. Yes, um, but he's got he 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 he's where I got my uh, Joker cosplay that I wore for the longest time. Oh. Dude, 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 genius! I don't know if he does it himself or his community well, or what, but respawn. I've what? got some good news for you. If you go What's to that? your internet internet browsing device and you type in d 2 transmogcom <gasps> there is an entire website, and you know what's there? All spider side stuff. I've do seen you, this. Do website. you want to be? Do you want to be Ash Ketchum? Do you want to be, um, be Darth Maul? Do you want to be a giant uh, Pokemon of all sort? Uh, Iron Man himself? D2Transmog.com, a whole collection of uh, here's a character and here's how you can be that character in the game. Do you want to be Barney, the big purple dinosaur, as a titan? He's got gotcha. you. So yeah. Do you want, now, do you want, you, do you want to you... be DMG? He's there too. Really? Wow, um, can you can you separate it by by class? Can you can you look for hunters only, titans only, warlocks only, or is it just like everything is there? I'm gonna let you explore. No, this is just for me. This is for them. Well, I, uh, well, I mean, as I've literally just gone to the site and just learned about it three seconds ago, I don't really know. Ah, there, there, okay. there's a whole collection of things where you can say, "I'd like to be a big Charizard." Um, you know, you can click on the picture and it tells you exactly how to be that Charizard. Yay. So I don't see any filtering immediately, but again, I've, I just went to spider sides thing to go. Oh, cause I want to know who to do, who do the Spider-Man. Uh, okay. No, you can go to albums and you can get a Hunter Titan or Warlock design album. So yes, you can, you can sort by, by what character it is. You heard it live. <laughs> so there you go. If, if you want, if you want to be the Batman or Ant-Man or any other man as a Hunter, you can live that life. Cool. And then we have dog cosplay. We have human cosplay. And yeah, some masks. People wearing masks. And winning 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 competitions and emblems. 
So you, mm-hmm. yeah, you too can still enter as far as I know. That's what it says at the. Do they put it? It's, it's the hashtag. I think it's Fest of the Lost, doesn't it? FOTL, one or the other. Yeah. They don't put it in this week's 12, as far as I can find it. No. But there you go. There you go, indeed. Yeah. Look at the 12 and see who won this week and see what they did and tag your thing the same way. So I know we, we, we've kind of skipped over a few things because we're, we're mixing things up this week like a good cocktail. So let's talk about mm, Rahul. Rahul would like to tell us about how much things are going to cost next season, I guess, with uh, materials and what we can get from him. So starting in season 23, you can break down enhancement prisms into five enhancement cores for 2,500 glimmer three times a week. And we have a summary of the updates coming next season. So one enhancement prism will cost you 10 enhancement cores and 2,500 glimmer. Previously, 10,000, and you can purchase that three times a week. One Ascendant Shard, which is 10 enhancement prisms. Those two, them two are still kind of the same. But then it's only going to cost you 10,000 glimmer rather than 50, and you can purchase that three times a week. Ascendant Alloy is going to be 10 enhancement prisms and 10,000 glimmer. And how many times a week? Three. Three. You've guessed it. Five enhancement cores is going to be one enhancement prism, 2,500 glimmer, and... Is it seven times a week? No. No. Three three times a week. Three. Yeah, it's three, isn't it? So it seems like glimmer costs are going down. I'm sure there's something where it's... it's, No, it's actually seven times more expensive because of this other thing, but the chart says it's better, so we're going to go with it's better. Yeah. Because... And the economy team will be keeping an eye on you, Cheese Forever, because they know that you're going to exploit this situation that they've got going on. And <laughs> any, anybody else out there? Hey. Cheese Forever is going to keep an eye on them right back, going, you still haven't fixed the issue where you're getting uh, old things out of engrams you shouldn't be getting, Bungie. Oh, yes. I've got two like emotes that are sitting at my postmaster because I've already got those emotes. It's like, Mm-hmm. Why? Why am I getting emotes that are already in my emote collection? Bungie, you need to, to a friend. Maybe I wish I could. Maybe it's part of the Christmas event. Maybe you'll, you'll be able to gift duplicates to a friend now. Ooh, that'd be nice. Yeah. So ghost mods are also changing. Instead of them costing lots and lots of energy on your ghost to put different mods on there, they are decreasing most of them. All of them, I guess. So here's a look at what's happening in Season 23. So your combo detector is going from 5 to 1. Your wombo detector is going from 6 to 2. Your mobility armor, uh, resilience armor, recovery, strength, intelligence, and discipline are all going down to 2 from whatever they are at the moment. So that's a mixture of 4, 3, and 2 from those ones. Uh, Core harvest is going from 4 to 1. Prism harvest from 6 to 3 modularity is from four to three and prosperity is three. So that's good. Yeah. So, so, so the prosperity to say is the same and everything else has decreased. So I'm into yeah. it. I'm into it as well. It means you can put more stuff on your ghost. You don't have to just stick to six times XP 
or the it's it goes up to 12 and it's is it six um energy for the 12 times xp and then you use yeah and then i normally pick something else like glimmer or something because i'm always poor for infusing and things so i'll always have a, a glimmer one on for the extra four to take it up to the 10 for the ghost so now i can put other stuff on there so that'd be cool that would be cool and then moving back up to the top because this is a very good discussion that we had in our community this week about the vault from orbit that we've Jesus all Christ. done it we've all no, done it we've, no, no, no 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 we've we've all kind of loaded up the game thought we've got everything we get nope. to the raid nope. and we've forgotten the weapon or you've jumped from one character to another and you need to go back to the tower to pick it up because you need to swap it from your other characters oh no oh no Bungie, we haven't because we haven't done that since destiny one have we yep there is a thing called gym and loadouts if you haven't noticed there there was this yeah there's there's many programs that came out in destiny one that Mm -hmm. kind of enabled us to stop going to the tower putting everything in the vault to then load up your next character to then go to the vault to then pick it all up or as i kind of originally started getting like a galahorn on each character uh, a black spindle on each character so that i didn't have to do that I already had the exotics on the characters when that was a thing. And and then Dim came along and it was all like, well, you only need one of everything because you can just click a button and it trans- it's amazing. But season 23, they've got some good news for us. You'll be able to access your vault from orbit. <gasps> and they're hoping that this update will make it easier for all guardians to update their builds ahead of the start of an activity. And they're exploring additional areas to give more freedom to access Vault in-game for potential future releases. And they'll keep us posted. In the meantime, feel free to drop us any feedback about this and anything else related to Destiny 2 by tagging us over on X. Yeah, at the Destiny right, 2 teams so, already. So, speaking of that, right? You know, that is why Bungie introduced loadouts. You have 10 loadouts mm-hmm. in-game, right? You can have PvP loadouts. You can have you loadouts. Them. You can have. Wait, what? Now you start with fewer than ten at the beginning of the season, depending what light, what guardian rank you got to. You can have up to ten, but you could have theoretical. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. I forgot. Okay, anyway, but what yes, you said. You have a number you, of loadouts. You can have up to ten, right? So if you're going, if you if you do a lot of raiding, right, or you do a lot of PvP, you do something. Yeah, you do a lot of everything. You should have loadouts already done. Not only for every activity, but in my case, I have every activity and every element. And you I seem have very organized. Builds for you seem organized elements. with that. I, I'm not organized with that. Oh, but what don't ha- remind what happens, me. What happens when Bungie stops pulling your weapons into your loadout because whoopsie? That's what I was about to get into. You created <laughs> that. You solved a problem. And then you created another problem for the problem that you solved. And now this is a solution for the problem that you created for the problem that you solved that you have yet to fix. So what, what's the problem? I got lost. Okay. So the problem is that you can't pull stuff from your vault into your loadouts. In an activity. In in an an activity. activity. Okay. Oh, no, 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 that, no. That's what's happening now is yes. you can't do your loadouts at all, right? But... Well, no. no Loadouts are working now. Are they? Okay. Dim had a thing that I was using to bypass that, right? So when it was telling me that the loadouts in-game weren't pulling from the vault, Dim, this is a feature that they added, 
you can have all of your own loadouts in DIM. But at the very top of the loadout screen, DIM pulls your 10 loadouts, if you have 10, from Destiny and puts them up there for you. So if you go into DIM and you click, let's say, my Arc Punchy Punchy Build of Doom, right? I can click that loadout and it will load it for me in-game. Okay. Because it's one of my 10 I, preset I loadouts that. I already and, had. And I, and I get I get their, their mindset on this. I get the fact that they want to kind of give everybody the ability to kind of access your vault without having to fly to a destination and, and log into a terminal and then pick up stuff. You can just go on one of your characters and pick up stuff from the vault. That's absolutely fine. And it is a fantastic thing that they've been able to do. But, and here's the butt bungee. This oh should have been from the get-go at Destiny 2. I And I understand, you know, a lot of people don't sit there with their game and like a, they haven't got access to a laptop or a mobile or a tablet to kind of mess about with Destiny Item Manager. People don't even know what Destiny Item Manager is or Indeed. other kind of um, brands of like item managers. But it's like Destiny 1 had this thing of, you know, you had to go to the tower to pick up the stuff. Then Destiny Item Manager came along and Ishtar Commander and Little Light and all the other ones to be able to pull your stuff, you know, if you were in orbit, pull it from one character across into your vault and then to you. So this has been kind of since Destiny 1. We're, we're nearly 10 years, okay, mm -hmm. Destiny. Why is this Why the marquee feature? Back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, I mean, back. I mean, like, and and to be fair, there. I mean, we come we come at this from we've we've got tablets and phones and computers and everything, and we're adults with money and and can do all these. I'm sure there are plenty of you know the millions of people playing this game. Plenty of them are kids. Plenty of them don't have extra devices. Yeah, there is absolutely you know a need to do this. There's absolutely people yeah playing the game not sitting with dim open next to them. Don't have a device at the ready to to access dim or to be able to download dim or whatever. I mean, this absolutely meets a need, but I am a hundred percent with you, Night Demon. Why did it take this long to do it? And yeah. and and my feedback is simply: Are you going to add any way to filter or search the vault? I'm that asking, is the most important freaking I'm, thing. I'm not yes. asking for like like super in depth. I mean, like yes, like at least we can sort of sort it now. By like you know rarity or recency, but when I've got four hundred items in the vault and I'm looking for a solar hand cannon or a void scout rifle, could I could I at least at least have some very rudimentary? Just show me Titan armor when I'm on my but Titan. Even then, I, I don't need to be... see everything. I mean, like I'm not asking for the world in, in a first in, a, in the first version. <laughs> like like I'm saying, you can improve this. You know, you yeah. you can do iterations on software to make it better. It it's a thing, but. I just like I uh, even when I'm at the tower going to the vault, I hate using the vault as the vault because it's just the hardest thing to use when yes. any other way to access it is far far superior. Little light, you know, Destiny Item Manager, Ishtar Commander, any of those things, so much better because they let me find what I'm looking for, not just here's 400 items in a jumble. Good luck. Yeah, I mean there is uh, some you can't four hundred you. You, oh, you here's, can here's click about to, to kind of a vote, a, a kind of, yeah, an assemblance of something. But yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, Noble was the first person to put something in our chat, said, you know, vault from orbit. You know, he was really excited. And it is an exciting thing. I don't want to kind of put Bungie down on that. But I, I was like, it, 
I've got dim uh, another 300 spaces and I would have been excited, you know, mm-hmm. or, or 50 spaces, just uh, you know, something for Literally next anything. season. Next season, we're going to give you 25 extra spaces because we know X, Y, and Z is coming in the next season. Or, you know, we've got a season coming up the last season. You want to keep collecting all your weapons. We've got a new expansion coming up. You know, it would have been nice for them to say that maybe they're, they're exploring the possibility of maybe expanding or not expanding. Just give us some realistic kind of goal of what's actually happening. Again, like, like, is this is this veteran players and adult players number one yeah. request? No. Again, <laughs> are there are, are there plenty of younger kids, kids in college? You know, again, you know, p- pick a situation where you don't have money, resources, whatever for a for a phone and all these things. You know, where right. yes, I mean, this absolutely meets a need. I mean, I mean, yeah. especially like, okay. like if you're like, like if you're a free to play player or if you're new to this game. I mean, I mean, you know, thinking about Destiny as Destiny. You're not in this world. You don't know the creators. You don't know the apps. You know, you, you don't have access to all this stuff. If you're just playing the game as the game going, let me try this out. My friend's been begging me for six years to go play Destiny. Let me give it a try. I mean, it, it's it, it's something again. I would have expected to see a while ago because I think, you know, I mean, I mean, I think even in Destiny, you know, put the sort of like the link in the, the game of, hey, go to Destiny dot, you know, or Bungie.net slash apps or whatever. You know, the points to Destiny, my item manager, all these things sort of said, they do a great job with this. Go over there. But if you're in, playing the in-game experience, you know, you're not you're not going to go download extra apps. You're, you're not going to say, I'm going to devote my life to this. I'll, you're trying this out. You're going to take it at face value. And to have, yeah. hey, I have this vault where I can access weapons. Will, will I have to go to a place? <laughs> and, and, and you know, it may not be immediately clear. Like, oh, I, well, I can do it on, on this location. You know, I'm in this tower. I can do it here. I can do it over here, but I, but then there's this random part of the rock over on this planet where I can access my vault, but then not the rest of the planet itself with the little weird ghosty guy who floats above the dead body who talks to me. Like, why? Why is that? You know, it coming to this has got to be confusing. Going, well, what's the difference between here and there? Why? Why in certain locations can I do this? And why in the year of our internet, 2023, do I have to walk up to a physical box to access my vault? Hey, playing a video game. Talking about locations and vaults. Um, Squirrel. I've just seen. I think it's a bug, right? I go to pull no. an Ingram out of the out of the postmaster. It says I'm full. I don't have any more space for Ingrams, right? Yeah. I go to Raul. Raul shows that I have four open slots, right? Shows are they I open have slots or, or are they ever different? Are they ever Are they different? No, they're not ever versed. They are the Halloween ones. Right, which okay. I just noticed when I opened my inventory, those four slots are full of Halloween ones, which Within, Raul mm-hmm. should let me know. But no, no that's Raul, Grandma. The, Raul right, doesn't know about this. Grandma, Raul just says this is full. I just went to Grandma, and I don't see how to how to do anything with these. Like oh, focus, focusing second yeah. page. Hold on, these are the focusing Ingrams. Oh God, yes. The ones that you're supposed to have ninety nine of on the vendor. I have to keep those in my inventory. Yes. No, no, not the, 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 no, he's getting confused with the vendor okay. things that are okay, coming yes, next no, season. No, no. No. Yes, no, this is, yeah. These are the ones you need to focus in this three-week event. Yes. yes. The, the, these are the three-week ones that, that I believe as we record, are, there's 10 days left in this event. So for the next 10 days, you have to manage these particular engrams and focus them or not with Eva Levante in the tower. Okay. 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 Because okay. it was throwing me out because I'm like, dude, how the hell? 
But okay, I'm tracking. I got it. An engram humming with an uncanny energy can be opened as is or focused into an exotic engram with Eva in the tower courtyard. Mm. The eerie engram. So, so going back to our chat, Dimwi was in agreement with me that we need more space. You know, make it infinite, he said. And, right. you know, Respawn was getting quite excited. You know, you, you can access it from in space. It's like, yeah, that's fine. And I'm not excited. I was just playing. To it. I think it's dumb. But, <laughs> but Moira did make a good uh, point in our chat. She said, until uh-huh. the API, when the API is down and, yeah. you know, you can't access DIM, this would be amazing that you can actually still use this in game. You'll be able to still load into the game if the game's up and access your vault, which is a good thing. You know, so. You know, I agree with Moira. It's, it is a good thing, but it should have been here from day one. Knowing the fact that we were going to Destiny Light Manager in Destiny 1, it should have been something that was built into the API from the get-go that, yes, you may be able to access your vault from space. Because it wasn't. this isn't like a, a thing that's happened only over the last couple of years where people have, have had to go to whichever location take their weapons off that character put it into a vault to then load up another character to go to the vault and pick up those things if you don't have access to destiny item manager or other things it's it's been a very long time so i think that's my frustration is that it's it's taken a long time to get to this so but i'm i'm not knocking it it is a good thing just yeah it just is this is this the you know, like the, again, like this is the feature that everyone talked about this week. This is sort of the headline of the TWAB. And again, every single TWAB is not going to be full of amazing, oh my God, world, you know, world revelation changes. <laughs> like, yes, I mean, a lot of it is these weapons are being tweaked. This economy is changing. This, you know, again, this is a very mature game. There's not going to be a lot of brand new, oh my God, wow, things. But again, I, I appreciate this is here. I'm very happy this is here. I wish it were here a long time ago. And in, and I really, I really hope this is just the beginning. What yeah. would make me? What would have made me a lot happier? Again, and and uh, obviously coming at this from a veteran player who's put thousands of hours into this game, who has a collection of apps to to interact with this game, who is deep in the Destiny lifestyle, I would have really enjoyed them saying, you know, this is the first, you know, this is the first release. We are working on improving it. We are working. You know, we've heard you about the filtering and the sorting. You know just using your vault that's sitting right at 600 things. You know, if you're not going to give me vault space, give me a way to evaluate what's in the vault. Give me, let me go talk to Rahul and say, Hey Rahul, what have I not used in the last year? What weapons have I never fired? Like give me some tools to manage this paltry 600 spaces. You're giving me in your looter shooter space magic video game. I, 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 hope, saying, but... I hope that's coming. I, I would like to think there's something eh. there, but you know, it would have been nice to say, Hey, you know, here's, you know, this is just the first version of this. What I'm afraid is this is what we're getting. And that's kind of it. Mm. I mean, that's an accurate fear though. I mean, that's what's been happening. And in the beginning, like you said, you're asking for the whole world on day one, but like, you're like, Hey, I want to look for a solar hand cannon. What if I had the option to look for a hand cannon or yeah. a solar gun? Right, you know, right. even if you separated that. it like that, that would be okay. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Exactly. I, I'm not asking for the level of complexity DIM will allow me to search. I just say right now it's like it's like literally it's like recency, uh, rarity, and like default. And I I feel like there's one more sorting no, thing. There, in the there vault. are three, but I don't know what the third one is either. I don't know how yeah. it sorts the third kind. You know? Yeah, I think I think just like default, default or whatever. Yeah, yeah which I, what is the default? 
<laughs> I think it's by type because if you look, you have all the pulses and all the hand cannons. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I mean, which honestly, the only one I've ever used is recency for those moments where I go, oh, I didn't mean to put that in the vault. Um, I'm not sure exactly what got pushed into the vault. Let me go see what entered it last. So, like again, at least that's there. But yeah, yeah, but saying I, I'm searching through 600 items, I may have 40 hand cannons. I'm looking for one of them. Let me at least look at those 40 versus versus here's. You know, the default, the recent, you know, yeah, they may all be shoved together, but they may be on three separate pages mixing with everything else. They absolutely and sometimes are. it's not, it's not always easy to see what's a hand cannon, what's a sidearm, but, you know, little, little icon look the same. Would both of you have, rather than kind of put the vault in orbit, would you have rather them have kind of got to some kind of semblance of organization of a vault or just re redo the whole thing so it's easier to use? as a guardian so that, you know, you could possibly click a button and it will just, you know, they could put little nodes on the top to say, right, Titan. Honestly, and, I think what Parity asked for is a lot more simpler than what you're suggesting. You know, well, I'm just saying there is a lot easier than what the hell you're about to discuss. Well, no, I'm saying that from, from what we've had for like the last X amount of years, like mm-hmm. six years with destiny two, it's always yep. been the same kind of thing with that vault. Surely, at this point in time, the the vault is due a, co- a complete refresh of how it looks and how you kind of interact with it before oh, we absolutely. got before we got to this. Because absolutely. I see this as like they're just going to put what you can access from like the vault in the tower and the vault on the um, all the different planets and locations, and it's just going to be a little node in the top, uh, probably next to Eververse kind of thing. And just it's like, probably going to be just like the same UI screen they give yeah. you when you're in the tower. You're going to see that same UI screen. Yeah, it's like it. it's like yeah. they're, they're not clicking. They're not clicking the button there. They're clicking the button from up there. So it exactly. takes me to the same thing. But it needs. I'm in agreement with Parody. It needs to have. It needs to be reworked before we we got this. I'm on, I'm also with. I mean, I mean, yes, you're both right. But I'm also of the mind that. All these things would be nice, but space would be the best option. I don't oh, care yeah. if I have to use them forever. Give me a thousand slots that I would have to use them for. You but know what I'm saying? Like Parody said, I don't think this is for the veteran players, the people that are invested in the game. This is for the new players or the players that don't have access to this, which is a, it's a fantastic thing. It is a fantastic thing to just go, oh, well. I, I think those new players would like to have more space. Well, well for new <laughs> Maybe players. Maybe not. Well, if you're a new player, you do not care yet. You do not have a character full of weapons, armor. You do not have 600 items. I mean, it takes a minute to get 600 items. I mean, I mean, like to to a Cinema Nomad's point in his video this week, like, you know, you get, I I think there's like, you know, 300 and 320, 312, something like that. There's about 300 weapons, like, quote, introduced each season. Now, yeah, they're not, you know, for those of us who are veterans, they're not brand new weapons. But, you know, there is a tons of sources for weapons in this game. You're not going to pick up and keep every single one of them. Even if you do, it takes a hot minute to get but to 600. But even as a new player, though. And it's not just weapons, player, is it? It's the armor as well and the well, exotics. Well, right. And, right. Exactly. Like, if you're a new player, it's, you know, you're, you're not playing this game 40 hours a week. If you're a new player, you are not, you know, I'll say you are likely not sitting through and binging this game. Maybe come Christmas time. Sure. But like, if you're if you're a new player. And, and you've got, you know, you just decide, hey, it's, uh, I'm finally going to pick this up or I've heard good things about it. Or I'll, again, my buddy's been bugging me for six years. I'll try it out. You know, it's going to take you a minute to get there. I'm not saying it's going to take you months and months, but like, you know, you you know see, the vault system is not, is not your first. It, the vault is not your first concern. There's a lot more things to figure mm-hmm. out and understand 
than the vault. You're going to get there quickly. Yes. But like day one, you know, I'm in a vault space is not your first concern as a new player in anything. Anytime I pick something, something new up, I'm not like, Oh, well, how much stuff can I hold? I'm like, yeah, I'll well, get there eventually. If I stay with it. That no, no, you're, you're, it's kind of opposite as a new player. I don't know what I need. So I'm picking up literally everything until I do know what I need. Yes, See, but it's not, it's, you you're not going to feel that vote with 600 items before you get to that point. You freaking might. No. It depends. You know? Unless you're a pack, pack rat, no. If you're going from starting to 1810, and I don't even know where you start as a brand new player at this point. You start at 15, whatever, don't you? 1500? Whatever your light level is, you know, you're saying, okay, these, you know, it honestly, it's like, it's like playing Diablo. It's like playing any other dungeon crawler. You get a weapon, you get a piece of armor. You're like, oh, those numbers are bigger than this number. Let me put it on. That's a different color. That's a higher tier. Let me put this on. You're not keeping every blue piece of armor you've ever acquired as you're getting purple armor, as you're getting exotics. You know, know, I mean, yes. Could you? Absolutely. But if you're going to stick with the game, yeah, again, like it's not going to take you months to get to this problem, but that's not your concern day one. But uh, I'm I'm hoping I'm really hoping this is the first vault change where, where where they said listen first we have to give you know let's make the vault accessible for more than a literal kiosk you have to walk up to you know let's invent radios and destiny let me let me give you access to the vault for more bit that's the first step I'm hoping that that conversation is happening somewhere after that then let's maybe you know keep thinking about the vault. And yeah. looking at space, looking at sorting, looking at using the vault in this video game again, like it, I, I would really, I'd, I'd really be curious to see like how many, you know, what percentage of the community is using the third party apps and what percentage of the community is accessing the vault from the game. Cause I mean, it, it's not, I mean, I, I I'm assuming more people use the vault in the game then use the third-party apps in the entire community. You know, I think we are very much on one side of it, but I'd be really curious to see what the whole, you know, again, millions of players look like mm, and yeah. say, okay, you can't just, you can't just totally rely on third-party resources. I mean, I can collect bounties from orbit with the, with the official Bungie app. Do, do I have any way to sort, search, you know, sort my vault from there? Like, I mean, I mean that in my mind, that would at least be the next place you could do something saying, Hey, we, we, you know, here's a reason you get get back the to the whole dim thing. Uh, somebody having another device on the side. I mean, right. you, you just come full circle, you know? Yeah, totally. But like, I mean, but thematically speaking, right. We, we materialize things like freaking the sparrow from nothing. You know, we, we put our objects in this void in another dimension. Right. So why the heck can't we do the same thing with weapons? You know, yeah. it's just like, just as right. we need it, let us materialize it. That way we don't have to use any kind of storage, you know, put this weapon and its perks in a freaking word document somewhere. And whenever I want this word, the, the, this weapon, you pull from said word document to, to let me have it, you know, just let me materialize it instead of me going to a vault to begin with, you know, yeah. like that home. We, we yeah. talked about like, like the other game, uh, with Fortnite, where you can pick a gun to store inside of your codex or whatever, right? That way you can pull it out specifically. That would be a great first step, but ultimately we should be able to have whatever we want, whatever the hell we want, just stored somewhere, you know, in the void. And I I understand that there's memory issues and things like that, but you can't keep coming at me with memory issues when we delete entire planets from the game. 
You know, you, you're making the storage. Let us use the storage that you're making for us. <laughs> I don't you think know? it's a like-for-like like replacement, but I, I, I kind of get what you're saying. The other thing is to use uh, third-party apps and actually kind of use uh, – like the the Bungie app itself, you need to create a Bungie.net account to then link that to then be able to go to the game and say, right, this is my official kind of game. Can you access this from there? You actually need a Bungie.net account. So this is another way of them getting around the fact that if you are new or if you're a younger player or just a player that doesn't have access to Bungie.net, doesn't have access to DIM, this is another way of them kind of getting around it. But also with that, I mean, you can access your vault from your Bungie app on your phone, on your tablet, on your computer, and and look at your, you know, it's a, it's a very crude version of the Destiny Item Manager. And the that's colors also- don't even match. <laughs> yeah, but but see, Bungie, here's here's what I like in the Bungie app. To, you know, in in the official Destiny Two app, I can I can sort by default, power, name, item type, damage type, and rarity bring me those options into the games vault. And that's what we're asking for with this edition. Mm-hmm. Give me the same experience in game as I have using the destiny Two app as a starting point. Right. That would Actually make this marathon guys dedicate them to doing this for parody and the rest of us. That would, be happy. I mean, I mean, again, I mean like, like you've already done it. You already have this in your app, build it into the game. You know, again, I, I'm not looking. I'm not looking for all of dim thing. Dim, dim is the bonus. Dim is the premium experience. This is the, this is what you offer me bare bones out of the gate. It should at least be this. Or dim, can you make it such that we can use your servers to store extra stuff that's more than 600 <laughs> items in the vault? See, the other that problem, would be great. The other problem that you've got is, yeah, it's fantastic that the vault's going to be in space, but. Also, what you've got to then remember is if you want a weapon on the character that you are just putting away, or it's on a character that you're not actually loaded up on, you've got to load up with that character first, put it into the vault to then transfer, you know, then load up with your your other character to put it, pick it up out of the vault. I want to see something like a, a dim light kind of thing that you can see your other characters if you have other characters. Maybe like you're like Respawn, you're using them as pack rats. You've got other weapons and armor that are on those characters for your main character and you want to access them because your vault is at max so you're you're just using them for storage you don't have access to those via the vault you need to like destiny light manager will show you all three characters and what's available in the postmaster on those characters all your weapons and everything all on the same screen everything it needs yeah. to, yeah. They need to have something like this in game to say, right, okay, that's on that character. I I need that on this character. So you, you're still going to have. I know they're saying that you know your, your friends organize organizing their fire team, and you know you've forgotten stuff, and you you load up into the raid, but you are still a problem if you then go, oh, hang on a minute, it's on another character. I've got to go back uh-huh. to load up that character, and they go, well, haven't you got dim? I mean, I've I've actually been in raid situations where people have said, no, I don't have. I don't have a dim. I don't have access to that. I have to go back to my other character right. and, and pick it in the vault. So there are people out there that are, that do have this. So it isn't a kind of one-off thing that they need to have access to all the characters if they're running three characters. It needs to be something that they need to look at for vault kind of purposes. Yeah. And I know they don't want to kind of step on these other APIs feet, but they, I think they, they are slowly doing that with their fire team finders, which are coming in the next couple of months of, you know, this is going to be available that you can use 
to find a fire team to do X, Y, and Z in the game. I think they're going to need to either get you know integrate than guided games. <laughs> yeah, I think they need to kind of start integrating the people for that have put the time and the effort into the Destiny item manager into the game. They need to get these people working together to to utilize what they've actually kind of built because it's fantastic. But again, well, yeah, you need get the guy who made them hire him to work on your game. You know, you don't have to have exclusive bungee members to work on your game, dude. People like the guy, that, and we keep mentioning Dim because Dim is phenomenal. Yeah. Dim is such a powerful tool for all kind. I mean, it is an inventory manager. It is a loadout manager. It is whatever the hell you need it to be. You know what I mean? And, you know, just reach out to that guy like, hey, we really love what you've done with this website. Can you help us integrate it into our game? Pay the man for the work he's already done. I'm sure he'll be happy to do it. You know? Like, <laughs> that come. <laughs> if you go down that path, you then want to start looking at, like, D2 Armor Picker. You want to be able to kind of go, right, I want to put this build together to, Dude, save, it as, to save it as a loadout. So I want to know if I can get... 100 resilience on my titan with 70 recovery and 100 strength and mm -hmm. give me the armor pieces and the, you know what mods i need to put on that armor you want that kind of in game at the moment yeah. you can kind of go to d2 armor picker select all these different things build your loadout take that click it put it into dim that will then highlight the armor and whatever you kind of need to do to then go in game these things need to be brought into the game to make the game phenomenal you know if this stuff not hard to do you can make right now we have the forge on its own plant not the forge the forge is gone the <laughs> uh uh yes there used to be a forge in the game enclave, the enclave? are we talking about the enclave? the enclave yeah but what's in the enclave that device oh, we used to we make weapons. a weapon forge the crafting table the thank you it's a crafting table it's not really a forge right it forges weapons yeah, I know, but they don't call it a forge. The forge is gone. The forge is <laughs> it's gone. And Jordan, um, the forge no. is on Reading Rainbow. But even if we had a specific place we had to go to, there's a place you have to load into the tower, and you have to go there, like A to 1. Let A to 1 do this! Let A to 1 be the armor crafter, you know? D2ArmorPicker.com, a.k.a. A to 1. Give her a purpose! You know what I'm saying? Like, she's already there! Just let her do these kinds of things, man. Yeah, hey, we're not saying we I mean, want to do it from orbit. We're just saying we want it in the game. Yes, it doesn't have to be. You don't have to be all fancy about it. Just give us these options. And Destiny's all like, well, why do we need you when you can go to these other places to do it? The problem is we have to go to the other places to do it because you don't give us the option. And yeah, you know, you need a lab, a, a laptop, a tablet, a computer to do. I know if you've got a PC, you can kind of just open up a second window, you can do it. But if you are on console, it's a lot harder because you need a second screen to do these kind of things on. Yep. And I, even on PC, if you only have the one screen, you got to Alt Tab out of the game, Alt Tab back into the game, Alt Tab out again because you probably forgot what you were doing. <laughs> not just that. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, we talked about a lot of the, you know, having a device available. You also have to care enough to go search out these resources or have to care enough to play this game. You know, like Night Demon's point of, I jumped into a raid. You know, not everybody plays this game all the time. You know, you, know, you might, you, you might, you know, know people who play destiny when the, when the new season drops or a new raid comes out and they play the game for a couple of weeks or a month and then they put it down and then they come back next season or in six months. You know, there's lots of long-term veteran players who are not playing the game day in and day out, who are like, I don't need to have all these apps because I just don't use them. You know, I don't, I use this every six months. I, you know, I've forgotten what it is or I don't have it handy or I don't have the app downloaded on my phone. Like there's plenty of, there's plenty of reasons 
you would not have all these things at your fingertips, you know, like for, for this game or any game you play, there's, you know, tons of games where they have apps and communities and things that you don't live and breathe and have all of those things memorized and bookmarked and downloaded. You know, there needs to be some level of this, you know, it's, it's great to have these apps. Like, again, I, I, I love Destiny Item Manager, Ishtar Commander, Little Light. I love that these things exist. But you need to, in the game, have some level. I mean, that's why they're putting the Fireteam Finder in. You know, they're saying, yes, there are third-party services and all these places, 100.io. You need to have something in your game for people who are just playing the game to use. People who are just playing the game, who don't have, who don't need, who do, do not care. You could say, oh, there's a great app. And they go, I don't care. I don't want it. I don't need it. I'm not here forever. I just want to play. You know, I'm playing this raid with my buddies on a Friday night because, you know, that's what we're doing as our friend group. I don't want to live and breathe this game. I want the game to do the things it needs to do in the game without needing to have all this extra stuff to support it. So I'm again, I'm happy to see, I'm happy to see these, these small moves. I just wish we had them beforehand. I'm, I'm hoping maybe as we move into the episodes and as we move in out of the crush of, we must have all this new content every season and it must keep coming. Maybe we'll have some more time to have some of these quality of life improvements. And it's not just, here's a new activity. You're going to play for three months and then it's going to be gone forever. And we're going to spend all this time building it and testing it. And you're never going to see it again. Give me the long-term quality of life improvements as your game moves into the, into its later years, into, into its nearing retirement years. Give me the quality of life. Give me the things we've been asking for forever that makes the game great and enjoyable to play. And, and it's not even, it's not impossible to do as an example. Monster Hunter. There's a lot of people that haven't played it. There's a lot of people that have, right? For Monster Hunter, while you're in a mission, you can send up a flare, and that lets other people know you need help, and that can join you in mission. You can make a party um, via an LFG in-game type system before you go into a party. You have your inventory before you go into your mission. When you go into your mission, there's a box there that lets you access your inventory even within the mission, right? I mean, these kinds of things we're asking aren't difficult to, to... I mean, games have done it. Monster Hunter is just the first one that comes to my mind because I might be a little obsessive, but other games have done what we're asking you to do. You know, this is not a hard ask. Even if you have to take the time, pull some resources out. Yes, you you might suffer on a timeline here or there, but overall, the game will be better. The community will love it and ultimately grow your community. That's what you want. You want to sell your game. You want people to love your game. Do these things to draw in more people. You know, like you're shooting yourself in the foot by not not doing these things that, that people ask you for. And it's not even a new ask. We've been asking you to do this for almost a decade now. You know, back in D1, when we only had 100 slots of inventory space. Yes, that used to be a thing. You know, we were asking for stuff even way back then that took you until Destiny 2 to accomplish. And if you want people to continue to love your game... Give us these things that we're asking. Even if it takes time and resources, you will pay for it in dividends. I'm sorry, you will be, the returns will be, you know, exponential in the future. You know, you will be doing yourself a service by just putting these things in the game freaking somewhere. Go to a planet, go to, go to eight one, go to, go to somebody. Hey, I want to go to eight one to, to build my stuff. Hey, I'm going to go to this guy to arrange my weapons. Hey, you know, assuming you can arrange weapons by then, right? 
I mean, just just give us these things we're asking for. Even if you have to have a dedicated vendor in game to do these things that we have to go to, at least we have the option. Yeah, it's in the game. That's that's what we're asking for. If you want to bring people into your game, you made it free to play. Great. Let them do the things in the game that the game allows them to do. Don't make me great again. Yeah, I mean, don't make me go. I don't care what the app is. Don't make me go find an app to do basic things within your game. The app should be additive. It should not be a replacement. Exactly. Mm. So, yeah, Vault from Space, season 23, coming in about four weeks' time. Beaten to death. No, that's that's feedback. Feedback yeah. from veterans. Not Maybe not feedback from new players, because we can see from new players, it's a fantastic thing. Veteran mm-hmm. players, a little bit more innovation. And it's not even us. Bungie know. okay, they don't listen to our show, fair enough, but they know it's a they problem because how many you, people you has Dado don't. cleans out my vault, right? How many Dado, Dado critiques my vault videos do we have out there? So even the more, mainstream more guys, mm-hmm, even the mainstream guys know that there's a problem with their inventory space. They have to go ask Dado, hey, no, what do I need? No, what no, do I no. don't need? I mean, they've made a thing out of it. Dado does vaults or whatever, right? Yeah, I know. So, I know. But that, that man is not coming anywhere near my vault, nor is Pan. <laughs> uh, no, yours would be empty. <laughs> yeah. You don't know. I mean, the fact that those exist, it's not just our little bubble. It's not just our little vacuum of the two Titans and a hundred TV show. This is a universal problem that even the mainstream uh, pro players have to deal with, that they even make videos of, hey, I have too much stuff. I need somebody to tell me what's going to be good in the future based on their expertise of the game. You know, that shouldn't have to be a thing. Just let us have our stuff. If you have to have a pack rat that wants to keep eight packs of raisins and four toothbrushes in his inventory, he should be allowed to, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, he and as, as Respawn said, you know, sort out the collections. If the collections worked better than they do now, like if, if I've got an exotic and I am at the power cap of 1810 for this season. Why can I not pull an exotic out of my collections that is 1810? If my power is 1810, why can I not just kind of delete all my exotic weapons? Mm-hmm. And then if I need it, I can pull it back out of my collections. Just just as as is. I don't want, you know, doesn't need to be glimmer or shards or things. You've earned it. Okay, I've dismantled it. Can I just pull it back out? You know, keep its kill count in in the book. Just, I just, I just. Well, want to if you did it like out. that, people could use that to exploit levels in the no, game, they right? They couldn't. They, well, because eh, no. your overall power level might be eighteen, but you might have something that's eighteen fifty and another no. thing that's if, seventeen. No. I'm sorry, eighteen hundred. and The other thing is seventeen fifty, and the average gives you your power if level, right? They work it out the same way that they worked out the. You know, they a long time ago when they said. Oh, we don't want people to kind of power level by going around to the vendors and picking up items from the vendor engrams to power boost themselves up and around. Right. You know, and then the v- vendor engrams would just give you um, a, something like 20 power levels below your power light if you are at X, you know, whatever equation that they've worked out for that. So if you go to the vendors now and you are at 1805, 1806, whatever, and you're getting to 1810. That vendor engram will only give you 18, 1800 power. Why can that not be the case? Why can it not because just give you? Because you would still have to feed something into it to get your light high. So whether it's 1600 no, or 1800, 
No, not at that point. You don't, at this point in the game, do you really need to? And if you are going to feed your power light, if you're going to use a weapon to... It depends to, on the content. There, there's yeah, content you in here where light level still matters. Raids. Yeah, but uh, if you are going to boost your matters, weapon up... Right? Stuff like that. So if you are going to boost your weapon up, then that's fine. You know, use like one of those infusion cubes to kind of infuse it and get it to the right power level. But okay. I want to be able to go to my vault and go... I'm 1810 or I'm at 1806 or 18 whatever and go, right. Okay. I'll pull that back out of my vault. I don't want to pull it out at 1600. Why, Why can not? I not just pull it? Because then that's way below. And then I've got to infuse it up in. What but light level doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's way below. It if does, light level didn't matter, then it didn't matter. It, does, either, less, it does less damage at a lower light level. Yeah. But most things in this, in this game are capped at 1300 to 1500. It's only the newer activities where light yeah, level matters. And in which I'm case, you would want it to be max light level anyway. What I'm, what and I'm you saying would still have to use a weapon. What I'm saying is that, that that would then free up space in the vault. This would be to alleviate the space in the vault for the people to go, okay, well, I've got that exotic. I can just go to the collection so I can pull it back out. It's going to be at, if I've, if I've reached the power cap or the, the, the pinnacle cap, it will come out at either one of those. It should right. work the same way that the they work out the way that you cannot get more power from those engrams from the vendors. It should be exactly the same way. You should be able to go to your collections, pull that weapon out. The kill count should still be in there. It still should be recorded. If you've got the um, catalyst unlocked, it should also be recorded that it's just you pull and you, you put back. You don't pay any glimmer. You don't pay any shards. You don't pay anything for it. It's just if you've earned that exotic weapon, you can pull it back out. If you want to infuse it up to 1810 and keep it in your vault, absolutely fine or whatever the power cap is you mm -hmm. should be able to do that it should be a, a light uh, equivalent so that you're not using it for infusion you are just using it as that power weapon or even at a minimum you should be able to pull it out at the same light level you pulled it in that would be i think a compromise right like if you got an exotic and it was 1805 it should come out as 1805 if you got an exotic and it was 1810 then it should come out as 1810 you know so whatever you've captured that exotic at, or whatever you've leveled up, to, whatever you've leveled it up to by the time you've let's say dismantled it, that should be stored at least with that light level inside of your vault. Ideally, it would be stored with the light level and the perks that you want, but whatever, right? But at the very least, the light level it goes in as it should come out as. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that's next. That's next for you, Bungie. Work on that. There you go. But give us more yeah. space first. Yeah, space. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that well, even giving them away. That, that would give us so space. much more. Yeah, I mean, that would yeah. give us so much more space. If I didn't have to, if I didn't have to hoard armor, weapons, just because I could not replace it, I have it. I have, I have a place to to put it. Mm -hmm. But yeah. But to Night Demon's point, it's actually worse than that if you think about it, because not only do we have to keep all the weapons and everything that we want, right? But to Night Demon's point, if we want to level up another weapon, we have to store fodder so that we can level up so we don't waste the things we want, you know? Like, I need this to be max level, but holy crap, all I have are the things I want to keep. So now I have to go out, I have to get fodder at that light level mm -hmm. and or store it so that I can make the thing that I need to be at that light level that light level so i mean that's even more stuff that we have to store on top of the stuff that we already want yep 100 percent. but yeah i mean vault space has been an issue since they raised it back in like what 
summer of 2022 or whatever. God, it's, I mean, and, and it still learn. remains to be an issue. They're like, oh, you want new weapons? Cool, here's all the new weapons. Yeah, I'd like to keep the damn weapon! <laughs> you don't want space to do that! You know? Golly! Anyway. I digress. We all digress. No, we didn't. Wouldn't it be nice? It would be nice. Do we have a player support with Wouldn't it be nice to know the words to this freaking song that's in my head? Candy corn is good candy, and I stand by what I said. At least that's what the player support report says. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. th- their team would like to remind you to claim your claim your event card items. You know, the, the lovely little card. Uh, your Festival of the Lost concludes on November 7th. So, if you don't claim the things on the card by then, they will be gone forever. Bye-bye. Wave to them. So, pick up the things before the things go away, or the things will not be there for you to pick up anymore. Couple of known issues, because, yes. Occasionally... <laughs> Occasionally, killing Crota when his wipe timer expires will grant loot, but won't count as a raid completion. Been there! So you'll win the game, but you won't really win the game. Yeah. In haunted you'll sectors. Get the, uh, mm-hmm. You get the loot, and you, and, and you, what happens is you get your loot, because he died. You all die, because we've been killed and still got our loot, but in the raid tracker report, it shows an incomplete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got this weapon, how? can't tell you yeah what i can Magic. tell you though in haunted sectors spawn dialogues for headless ones and summoning circles will sometimes overlap each other so just play with the sound off you don't need it the icarus dash the icarus dash aspect is missing part of its description it should also include while airborne rapidly defeating targets with your super or any weapon cures you so again bungie having having the things in the game that tell us how the would be helpful to know. Well, the Icarus Dash aspect will tell you some things, but not all the things. But what does so, cure mean in, 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 in the Destiny world? I don't think I've seen that. I don't think I've seen cure on anything before. What, what does that mean? You're not on fire anymore? You're not frozen anymore? What does that mean? It means it cures you. So I'm going to go to the buff and debuff guide. No, I'm not, because even though it came up with a search, it does not actually give me the words that I need. Boo. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard that word in Bungie. I mean, will it heal you or cure you? Uh, it says cure. cure. You huh. are healed in a burst of minting solar solar light, says light.gg huh. for cure. Oh, so it's a heal. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. It's That's a right. name. If, if you stop being on fire or frozen or whatever, that would be cool. You know, get rid of all your status debuffs. To be to be fair, it is one of the buffs from the Solar 3.0 rework. Cure along with Restoration and Radiant are your buffs. Uh, so, it's cure. been there. Haha. So, if you two would like a refresher, I'll I'll put this link for 19 to include in the show notes once I find that channel again. From uh, thegamer.com talking about the Solar 3.0 uh, reworks and aspects. And there's three levels of Cure. That will give you between 60 and 130 HP back in PvE stacks. So, um. Oh, that's a lot of info to know about. Also, what was that first one you were talking about? Uh, buff and debuff guide? There's a freaking guide? Yes. See, more things that you should include in the game that I had no idea about. Remember when they did all the Solar 3.0, or, or I mean, all of the th- subclass 3.0 reworks? Sure. Solar. All of them had buffs and debuffs. All of the verbs they told us about. 
Oh, that's what you mean. Okay. Yeah. All those things. Okay. I'm tracking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what they're talking about. Uh, now that I've completely gotten derailed, but yeah, those were our three issues. Everything else is fixed. Everything else is beautiful. There's no other problems. They do also link to the, as we continue to look at the various known issues and link to the, to their own destiny Two year six known issues and vital information page. So yeah, obviously there's lots of other issues going on, but these are the ones they decided to tell us about, you know, today. Bunch of issues? That's not a thing. Bunch is a no. perfect game with no issues mm-hmm. at all ever. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. <laughs> Just like they mentioned on occasion, Eva's head may appear to be missing. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And respawn has died. Yeah, a little bit. Wait, what? You can't hear me? Or you, I'm just laughing. Your your uh, mic just cut you off when you made too much noise all at once. Ah, uh, yes, I went too high. The reverb is a thing. As it likes to do. Yes, it do. Yeah. But yeah, those are all our known issues. But but you know what we fixed this week? We fixed Lovely. a couple of things in, in, in the update 7251 that came out on the 24th of October. They, they fixed the ritual loop, which, I mean, the loop wasn't looping very well, so now they made it better. So the ritual loop, there was an issue where your um, the proc rate calculation of the number of active cards for the Deck of Whispers luminal card arc was incorrect. That's a lot of words to say. All those cards I pull out, um, it wasn't doing something that it was meant to be doing. Also, the, the Deck of Whispers luminal card arc and L- lacuna card void could trigger effects for other players. I still, at this point in the season, don't know what any of those cards do, and I wish Bungie would tell Aim. me what the cards did when I pulled them. So, um, apparently they were doing things they weren't meant to be doing, and now they should be, I guess? Um, I think I know what they're talking about. Like, I was with a party, and I had, like, infinite, like, um, in, inside one of the weekly activities, I had infinite melees. Like, my cool, I had no cooldown, and I could just mm-hmm. keep slinging melees. So I think that's probably one of the cards. Otherwise, the game was just really broken because my build does not do that. <laughs> yeah, but Bungie, it, it would be I, I'm like I'm glad you gave us cards to unlock and, the, and it was fun. I it would be nice to say when I pulled a card, what does that card do for me? As close as I can tell, I have no way to know that unless I go look at the deck and read the card there because I I don't know what these are doing for me. But what I do know is is in the Embaru engine mission, uh, they fixed an issue where the dialogue would not play after solving a navigation puzzle. The aforementioned navigation puzzle can be replayed to hear the dialogue missed in the first playthrough. If you want to, I guess. A uh, couple of event things. They fixed an issue where the ship... Oh, gosh. Where, where the ship, the Nyxteron? N-Y-X-P-T-E-R-O-N with an accent over O. So that ship... Um, the one you earn by, by getting Bookworm 3, that challenge, wasn't available in your collections, and that, now it is. So when, when you finish the Bookworm 3 challenge, uh, you, if you trash the ship, you couldn't get it back, and now you can. Yay. Uh, the Lifefall campaign checkpoints could be used to gain far more spectral pages more quickly than and repeatedly than intended. Who's farming spectral pages? It's just not that important. Uh, the event challenge heads will roll could only be progressed by defeating Headless Ones in the Legend Hoss in the legend haunted sector. Now they fix it. So you can defeat the, the headless ones anywhere to get that head to roll challenge done. The revised festival of the lost card pop up to note that the event offers a title rather than a seal. But did they revise the fact that they just pasted the pictures over last year's pictures? Probably not. What's and the they, um, title and a seal? One's a title and one's a seal, obviously. Yeah, but doesn't the seal give you a title? I don't know. You tell me what the difference is. 
<laughs> I mean, you have to complete the seal to get the title, right? I don't know. Go ahead. I don't know. One's a title, one's a seal. They also revise animations causing flickering on the deck of whispers in the helm on certain platforms. So while you're trying to figure out what the thing is, it, it flickered, I guess. Indeed. Yeah, and, and I honestly don't know what the difference of between a title and a seal is, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I was like, you had sure to complete it's... the seal to get the title. I mean, that's what, I mean, that's what you got to do to guild it. You got to complete the seal to guild the title. It's not they, they were intertwined. I didn't know they were separate things. Either way, they say it's it's wrong and broken. So indeed. It says, well, now, what do these fixes break? <laughs> New things <laughs> we'll t- tell you about next season. Ah, okay, 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 fair enough. How much longer do we have till next season? Uh, are you in the game right now? I am. If you go to the director, it will tell you up in the corner there somewhere. Up in the corner. Okay, here we go. Well, uh, next week is week days and one hour. Cool. Yeah, we've got a, at least a month. So week we've got till week eleven is next week, twelve, thirteen, and then fourteen will be the last week. That's what you think. They might change <laughs> it. You never know. Oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you point out his fallacy? Wait, we're gonna triple the length of the season. Why? Uh, we felt like it. Have they done it before. You're making oh, a joke, but they've extended it before. I know. This is not um, within the realm of possibility. No, absolutely not. Uh, Bunchy Help did also say this week uh, they increased the drop rates for the Eerie Engrams, those ones Respawn was confused about earlier from the Haunted Sectors playlist. So drop rates from the Legend Sector re- remains unchanged, but I'm assuming you should actually get some out of the regular sector now, because I don't feel like I saw any. Um... They fixed the pri- the the prime gaming drop. It was broken, and now it's fixed. And so now you can go collect it as you normally would. And that was the only other updates they had that were outside of the Twibity Trump that they told us about. This is your weekly rundown of season twenty-two, week eleven, season of the witch. The Dreaming City this week is at a medium curse level, which means Petrovinch can be found in the Davilian Mist and has the Oracle Engine mission for the next week. The Blind World features Hive enemies and the Plague Kregar. The Ascendant Challenge this week will be the Chimera Garrison, which can be located over in the Chamber of Starlight Lost Sector. On the moon, the weekly story mission is a mysterious disturbance. The Trove Guardian and the Wandering Nightmare, the Nightmare of Hawkis, are both located in the Anchor of Light. Nightmare hunts Scolus, Pride, Fnatic, Insanity, and Omnigal Anguish. On Europa this week, Phylax the Warrior will be the Empire Hunt, the Styrian's Abyss will be the Eclipse Zone, and the Exo Challenge will be Agility. Dares of Eternity Legendary Rounds are Taken, Kabul, and Zydron. The Scatterhorn armor set and the Pathfinder armor set will be available in Dares of Eternity with weapon set 4. Fractithis, Chrysura Milo, Volpicula, Wolftone Draw, Iotona Draconis, Canus Major, Contingency Plan, Legal Action 2, Outrageous Fortune, Still Syllabus C14, and Spoiler Alert. The Witch Queen Weekly Story Mission is the Last Chance, Altar of Reflections Catalyst, and Altar of Reflections Insight. The Lightful Weekly Mission is First Contact, the Partition Mission will be Ordnance, and the Vex Incursion this week will be Armshire Park. The Crota's End Raid Challenge this week is the Third Encounter, Eut, the Death Stinger, called Equal Vessel. The Root of Nightmares Raid Challenge this week is the Fourth Encounter, Nezarek, called All Hands. The Kingsfall Raid Challenge this week is the Fourth Encounter, Daughters of Oryx, called Under Construction. The Vow the Disciple Challenge this week is the First Encounter, Acquisition, called Swift Destruction. The Deepstone Crypt Challenge this week is the third encounter, Tanix Part 1, called Of All Trades. 
the Garden of Salvation challenge this week is the third encounter, Consecrated Mine, called Staying Alive. And the last wish challenge this week is the fourth encounter, Vault, called Keep Out. The Pinnacle Raid will be the Vault of Glass over in the Legends tab, which means all challenges will be available for each encounter, with the Exotic Fusion Rifle Vets Mythic class being farmable from the final boss. The Pinnacle Dungeon will be the Prophecy over in the Legends tab, and the Exotic Mission Rotator will be Vox Obscura, with the Dead Messenger Exotic Grenade Launcher being the main reward. The Season of the Risen Weapon set, plus the Tusk Allegiance Armor set. Lost Sectors, Tuesday K1 Communion on the Moon for Exotic Boots, Wednesday K1 Crew Quarters on the Moon for Exotic Gauntlets, Thursday Concealed Void on Europa for Exotic Chests, Friday Bunker E15 on Europa for Exotic Helmets, Saturday Bay of Drowned Wishes on the Dreaming City for Exotic Boots, Sunday Vel's Labyrinth on the Coastal Drones for Exotic Gauntlets, and Monday Exodus Garden 2A on the Coastal Drone for Exotic Chests. Our 11th featured Nightfall of the season will see us face off against Sepius Prime in the Devil's Lair Nightfall over on the Cosmodrome, with the Swarm Machine Gun being the featured weapon. Lord Shaxwing's Mayhem to the Crucible for the 11th week of the season, Zone Control in the Relentless Crucible playlist and Relic in Crucible Labs, with Trials of Osiris at the weekend. There will be double XP available in the Gambit playlist this week. This will also be the last week of Festival of the Lost 2023, so don't forget to spend your candy and grab those rewards. Also, don't forget to start collecting all of your Season of the Witch Pass items and your reward track items and engrams from the Tower Vendors before the end of the season. Plus, you can start hoarding those bounties and get a leg up on XP and artifact progression for next season. And that's it for Week 11 of Season of the Witch. They've already hit the uh, the nerf for my trip mine grenade, haven't they? My exotic. There's no way to know. If only there was some sort of some sort of patch that would tell you, or some podcast you could listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but even I if hear, I listen, retaining is a problem. I hear that there's a number number of Destiny podcasts you could listen to, or or resources you could you could look at. But yes, yes, the retention is the problem. Well, I mean, just just bookmark it. Just just go back and read it and say, just just search Tripmine. Yeah. I bookmarked something this week. <gasps> and it, what? it was the developer insight for season 23 weapon tuning preview. Ooh, what's that? that came what's the that day do? before they did their Wednesday. We're going to put out a, a mini thing like mm-hmm. the twab before the day. But again, it didn't flash up on our discord thing until the day of the twab. And I'm like, so why are they putting this out? And then I checked the dates. So it's like, no, oh, actually I missed it that day. Didn't see it. So, yeah. 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 I've noticed lately when they've been publishing, sometimes something will be just published, quote unquote, and it'll say, oh, what? You've been up for 12 hours. I'm going, mm, you may have been mm-hmm. up somewhere, but not, yeah. not where I could see you. Sneaky, sneaky, so, dingy. They've got some weapon tuning that they'd like to share with us that they're going to implement in season 23. Um, while they do have some PvP changes in here for us to look at, it's a lot of PvE changes specifically. So this is for you, Respawn. They said this is the ones for Respawn. They did. Cool. They also say this is not an exhaustive list, just some of the common ones. So <laughs> even, even, I, I've got some questions for you. Okay, go on. Oh, what, what's the intended role for the weapon? What's the ammo type? What ammo type does this weapon use? How safe is it to use the weapon? How easy is the weapon to use? And how much damage per second, or DPS, does it do compared to other options? That's what I'm yeah, really looking for. Are you going to fire one back at you? Um, is it auto rifles? Uh, I mean, we could take those for example. Okay. So, I mean, it seems like their intended role is mostly focused on ad clear as opposed to being a major killer or, you know, burst DPS or extended DPS. Uh, oh, they all, they, mm, they all use primary ammo for now with a little winky face. 
Oh, that so sounds that means good. We're going to get a non-primary ammo using. Actually, would you rifle? use that though? To be mm. honest, would you use uh, an auto rifle that you need to use special ammo that you need to collect special? Am- I'm, I'm not sure. It depends on how good that auto rifle is. I could see, I could see a Legend of Acrius esque heavy or special <laughs> auto rifle that is tuned for burst DPS or extended DPS or something. I, I could see there is a place. For, you know, like a heavy bow, a heavy shotgun, I could see like a heavy or special auto rifle that, that, you know, has, you know, has a different use case, has a different place. I'm not bringing it for everything. I could see that being a thing. Am I, am I going to use it as my daily driver? No, absolutely not. I could see there's a, there's a place for it though. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you don't want to put it in the heavy slot because you already have machine guns for that purpose. Yep. So it is going to be a special ammo situation and, is it going to be? Well, I mean, look the, at the special ammo hand cannon. We already have an example. They have not a hand cannon, a sidearm. No, they, they, yeah, they have a special ammo. We have a hand right, cannon right. that yeah. uses special right. ammo too, right? So, I yes. mean, those uh-huh. those are really good. You know that, especially the sidearm was a terror. And it's, uh, it's in still forerunner is still a terror. But you've got to ask yourself, Ariana's vow, isn't it? The um, hand cannon, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not using it in like end game content, it seems to have dropped off of everything else. It doesn't seem it was again, it was a terror in PVP, but it's one of those ones that's kind of, maybe it's one of those ones that's under the radar at the moment. People are still using it, but it's kind of a, a, a secret weapon. I mean, it was all over the place to start off with, but I mean, forerunner is at the moment. But, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, again, like, like is it going to be the go-to for everybody? Absolutely not. But I mean, we don't yeah, know. It, like, like, is there a place? Is there a place for it in in the sandbox? Yeah, absolutely. I just I, I worry that they're going to take one of my one of my beloved auto rifles and make it a special auto rifle. But we'll see. They're they're winking at us, and we'll just have to see what they've got up their sleeves. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if they make it a special, it, it's got to be damn good, man. It's got to do something extreme. You know. Well, that's that's why I worry they're taking one of my beloved auto rifles and going to make them special and thus no longer as special to me. But, but what I do know absolutely without a doubt is they're moderately safe to use as a close to mid range option. So I like that. Um, although for the most part, they're not as safe as scout rifles, hand cannons and pulse rifles. They're generally safer than sidearms and SMGs. Mm. You see that bungee? I'm not sure I agree with that statement, but, but no. we'll, we'll, we'll let that dog lie for the moment. I would say that they are, they are safe to use. They're not moderately safe. I think they are safe to use as a close to mid range option, but then hand cannons are extremely safe. Scout oh. rifles, scout <laughs> rifles are not safe to use. The hand cannons are you, safe. If you know how to use the daggum things, if you don't know how to use them, you just oh, yeah. almost yeah, but, shooting yourself in the foot, man. I mean, scout no. rifle is, I, I, I wouldn't say it's the same. I think you can out hand cannon a scout rifle. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, that's, that's now, now to be fair, I guess, you know, they are sort of focusing these on PVE. So thinking yeah. about PVE okay, yeah, context. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was just thinking going, they are, they are saying yeah. these are, you're, they're mainly talking about PVE here. So yeah. yeah. So PVE, I'll give it to you, Bungie. They're, they're, they're not relatively easy. They're very easy to use point and click less punishment for missing individual shots, lower reliance on critical hits than pulses, scouts, bows, and hand cannons while being a bit more reliant than SMGs. And uh, they currently deal about 25% less DPS for minor combatants than SMGs, since they're safer to use, and given their extra range, allegedly. It makes sense for them to deal less damage, though. However, they are more reliant on headshots, and that price seems a bit high in the current sandbox. Agreed. 
you know, they're going to make some edu- uh, educated decisions on how to balance auto rifles. This is the first step of the balance process, blah, 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 looking at A-B testing, looking for feedback. Um, the process in part helped led to the decision in season 23 to increase the damage versus miners by 10%. They should narrow the gap between SMGs and auto rifles without overstepping their bounds and invalidating the other class of weapons. Uh, and we hope this provides some insight into how we looked at the balancing weapons for PVE to help you better understand. So they sort of broke down auto rifles as like, here's the five questions they looked at, you know, evaluating all of the weapon types. And they sort of use auto rifles as the example for sort of taking us through their thought process on here's what we did about the auto rifles. So they didn't break down every other weapon they're going to talk about to that level, but sort of, this is, this is how they sort of evaluated these weapon types and saying, here's how we're going to try to make changes. So I guess what are those changes in, in season 23 we're going to see? There's a couple of weapons uh, were missed, had mistimed ammunition loading animations. Uh, Drang and Zol's, Zoli's Bane, uh, they load ammo at the incorrect point in the animation, so they're going to fix that. That's just a, you know, no change to the weapon. It's just going to look correct now, I guess. Uh, auto rifles, they already said, you know, Increasing damage against your minor red bar combatants by 10%. Pulse rifles. Uh, DPS and PV is comparable to scout rifle damage, but in the new sandbox, they're closer aligned with hand cannons and autos in terms of range. So they're going to increase the damage against your minor red bars and your major orange bar combatants by 12.5%. I don't know what color bars those are for you, Respawn, but I'll let you figure that out. Well, there we go. Your pink bars will be 12.5% easier to kill. Nice. Glaives. We're getting some glaive love. Mm. They wanted to improve how it feels to use glaives, both as a melee and a projectile weapon, and wanted to increase the uptime of the shield without pushing it too far into the realm of being overpowered. So they're going to make changes to three aspects of glaives. The projectiles were generally just slow enough that they felt a little unreliable to use against fast-moving targets. An impulse amplifier was seen as a must-have perk for glaive usage in PvP. Meanwhile, in PvE, the projectiles felt underpowered compared to other special we- special ammo options like fusions or scout or the fusions or shotguns. So it gave glaives a healthy portion of impulse amplifier buff at base and increased their damage in PvE as a substantial amount to make them feel more worthy with their limited ammo. In PvP, the increased projectile speed greatly improved their ease of use, so we brought the damage uh, dealt by the projectile down just a bit to keep it in line. So, across the board, speed of the projectile goes up 30%. Projectile damage in PvE increased by 25%. And in PvP, the, uh, they made changes based on sort of type of glaive. So your aggressives... I guess they're. I guess oh, so. I guess these are the new damage numbers. I don't know what the old damage numbers are. They they decreased projectile damage in PvP. Your aggressive will do 123. Your adaptive will do 113, and your rapid fires will do 101. I don't know what they were, but they were all higher, and now they're lower, and those are what they're going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, melee. They're they're reducing the delay after firing, where you can melee from 0.75 seconds to 0.2 seconds because they felt clunky and unintuitive to use when you're using them as the big stick that they truly are. And, you know, relying, you know, for as far as the shields go, relying on the damage, on dealing damage with a projectile to grant your shield energy was a choice. 
made to limit the amount of uptime of the highly damage-resistant shields they had in Crucible and gain PvE content. Unfortunately, um, it also made nobody use the weapon, so that was silly. Uh, they wanted to increase the uptime of the shields. You can get a little more of the weapon fantasy to shine through, but they had to be careful not to give it too much, or we, we're, we'd be right back where we started, and they didn't want that to happen. So they made the shield energy now recharge passively when the glaive is held at a rate of 1% per second, set up the base glaive shield damage resistance to be tiered in PvP. So your base damage resistance remains at 50%, that's 5-0, and the damage resistance against primary ammo weapons and melee attacks have been reduced to 30% in PvP. So, so you can hang out in PvE and let it recharge in PvP, it's going to be a little easier to break. So the 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 passive recharging, that's in PvE and PvP? Or do we not know? And also, if it's going to recharge on its own, have they taken away the fact that when we shoot things, we get shield energy? Or is that we can shoot things to get shield energy and we get passively 1% per second? Because if they've taken away our ability to shoot to get shield energy, then that means we have to wait a minute 40 to get full shield from a glaive, just recharging on its own. And unlike our actual melee, which we can do things to make that faster, if they've taken away our ability to do that with the glaive, then that seems like a nerf, not a buff. I don't think they've taken away the ability to get your shield energy from shooting. I think this is in addition to okay. uh, in that know, case, use, that's using cool. it to recharge. That's cool. I like that. All right. They don't specifically say, at least not that I see, so uh, your balance may vary. <laughs> Alright, sniper rifles. Big, big, big long passage about sniper rifles. Um, they're they're, they're going to poke them a little bit at a time with a stick from, from afar in PvE. Uh, so PvE damage is going to get a flat buff of 15%, 1-5%. This will also apply to exotic sniper rifles that use heavy ammo. <laughs> So Black Hammer, and uh, what's the other one where it shows the range that's completely useless otherwise? Black Hammer is not in this game. Uh, the Black Hammer copy, come on. Uh, Black Spindle? Black Spindle copy, too. Yeah, that one. Whisper of the Worm. There that's you it. go. And the Darcy's the one that you the use Darcy. for measuring. Yes. Bless you. The Darcy, a lot of people don't realize this, but the Darcy actually out-DPS the Black Spindle, right? Sorry. The Whisper of the Worm. The only reason the Whisper of the Worm was better is because you didn't have to reload. You know, as long as you were catching those headshots, pow, 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 you know, you, it would just refill your magazine for you from your reserves. But overall, the Darcy had more ammo, and if the damage phase was long enough, the Darcy would actually out-DPS the Whisper of the Worm, but damage phases aren't usually that long. But with a 15% buff, is that enough to make a sniper meta again? Because if so, that would be awesome because I miss using snipers for boss DPS because it's so much easier to get them damn headshots. I'm going to go with no. <laughs> I want snipers to come back. Or grenade launchers. Make the grenade launchers good again. Ooh, the Vex is getting a change. A buff. Oh, no! It's yeah, getting it a nerve! Yeah, so so now we're moving to exotic weapons. The respawn's going to tell us what's happening with our with our exotic friends. Although the Vex with the class received both a range buff and a PVE damage buff in Season of the Witch, we believe it has additional room to grow in PVE and find a unique role. We have increased the damage against minor and boss combatants. Cool. So wait, just majors are just like, ha! 
That's dumb. Um, and we're going to be experimenting with a different style of anti-champion gameplay. Instead of having an intrinsic anti-champion perk, damn it, they're taking it away. We're massively increasing the damage that the linear fusion rifle mode deals to all champions. This places it in a unique space of being more of a Swiss Army knife and less of a specialist. We envision it as a weapon you can take into an activity regardless of which champion type is present. And still have it be an effective tool, especially when it's utilized in concert with other anti-champion abilities. But here's the problem. It's two guns in one. And they said that the linear is going to do extra champion damage. Well, it also has a fusion rifle aspect that's not linear. So, do we have to wait for a linear fusion rifle champion mod for that to be effective against champions now? Or will both modes work? <laughs> Get you multiple mode weapons! How do we classify you? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> So it increased damage versus minor red bar combatants by 10, bosses by 25%, that is significant, and champions by 200% when in the linear fusion rifle mode. That is that is significant, but you gotta stun first. And if they're taking away the anti-champion mod, you have to stun and then swap to this gun to finish them off? Yeah, but there, there's probably enough, enough ways you can spec in between your weapons and your abilities. There's probably right. enough other ways. Again, you know, depending on what your champion mix is, there's probably enough other ways you can stun those champions, or more likely, you and your fire team stun those champions to then be able to finish them off. You know, I get that, but the, the the main question I'm having is, what classification is this weapon, right? Because you have anti-champion linear fusion mods some seasons, and then you have fusion rifle. I'm sorry, yeah, fusion rifle mods for champions other seasons. Does this fit into both? Does it depend on what mode you're using? I mean, that, is that's it what one I would or the assume. other? <laughs> when, when you're using it as a fusion rifle, it's a fusion rifle. When you're using the linear part, then it does the linear bit. That's but my assumption. But fusion rifle acts like an auto rifle. And for intended yeah, purposes, in the past, it's, they've said it's still they, a fusion they, rifle. I get that. But in the past, they've, they treated it like an auto rifle for its different quirks that it's got. So I'm like... The Vex is is a horse of a different color, and I, I, I'm kind of curious to how this is going to work, but it does upset me that they've taken away the intrinsic anti-champion perk. That, is, that makes it a little harder to use, but the damage is nice. Revision Zero, oh my god, the gun everybody which, uses! Which what? intrinsic perk does, it, does the Vex have today? What, which uh, champion is it? I can tell you in just a second. I died. How did I die? Anyway. Um, it doesn't. I don't know what he's talking about. It uh, it just says it's taken away. It's anti-champion intrinsic perk. Therefore, it has to have one. Or Bungie stupid. I'm just reading what they said. Right? Okay. Um, where the hell is it? Energy exotics. It's it's not got any anti-champion thing on it, as far as I'm aware. I've. Well, I'm looking under energy exotics, and I don't see it. What the hell is going on? What am I missing here? Uh, a Vex Mythic Last. Yeah. You're trying to look in your actual vault, and that's where you went wrong. You're going to need no, to use... I'm looking in the collections. <laughs> You're going to need the Destiny Item Manager. No, look, look, open open up Dim and look at your Vex. I know you I have might, one. I might have to. Yeah, I do. I mean, I'm looking at light.gg, and I don't see... There it is. I'm really confused, then, what they're saying. Yeah, I, yeah I, no, I, it's I, not even on the Catalyst, either. So what the hell? It didn't yeah, have an anti-champion perk to, to take away. 
So we're taking away the perk that doesn't exist and replacing it with this. What the hell? Okay, in that case, it's just straight buff. You you confuse me, Bungie. I felt for your shenanigans. Okay. Uh, revision zero. Like I said, the pulse rifle that everyone uses. As a second part of our anti-champion experiment, we're also increasing revision zero's damage versus champions. This does have an intrinsic champion perk, but it's only in its secondary mode. I know this for certain. Are we sure? I, oh, I'm very positive of that. Because I tried it out, and it was not good. <laughs> it's in its first mode. Uh-huh. It's, not, it's, it's in all modes. No, no, it's only in the... In the no, it's anti-barrier no. when you charge the, the one solid shot. No. It is. No. It is. No. I'm telling you. It's just anti-barrier. That's it. It's anti-barrier whenever you swap to the secondary firing mode. No, it's just strong against anti-barrier champions. Where do you see that? Where do you see that? Because I'm looking at it. On, I don't see on, it hunter, on hunters, hunter's Trace 3. Strong against anti-barrier champions, in addition to all the other things it does. I'm on right. Hunter's Trace 4. I'm <laughs> also on 4. And, um, well, aren't you guys fancy? You've used the yeah. weapon since you got yeah. it. Ugh, yeah. We went through the mission <laughs> to get it. Who knew? Right? No. Um, so you only have to go to 4, and it still works. <laughs> yeah, but no, the problem is, is if you just... It, it, it doesn't work in its regular firing mode. Right? It, it doesn't pierce champions unless it's a pulse rifle. No, not even then. You yeah, you have to swap. No, nope. how do you, how do you know it does? Are you using it now against an anti champion? I I've got footage on a video that I'm I've watched in the background that shows me using it against champions just in normal pulse rifle mode. So is you using it against champions? We can't trust you. Fine. <laughs> Stop telling people misinformation. Who do you well, think you are, Donald Trump? First of all, that goes both ways, homeboy. We're not bringing politics into this. He um, Musk. um, but yeah, so no, I mean, I dude, I would have sworn that I've used it before and it, it, it didn't work unless it was in the, the high fire mode, but whatever. You're just not persistent. It's what it is. I guess not. Okay. Going back. Uh, nope. That's the wrong webpage. No, it isn't. No. Yeah, it is. Okay. There we go. And to be fair with the facts, uh, I wasn't trying to like you know poke you and be like, oh, what to do? I was actually like legitimately asking. I didn't realize it was going to be Bungie going. It has a thing that it doesn't really have because I didn't yeah. have one. So I was like, I was like, oh, the respawn has one. He didn't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was definitely. I, I mean, they they tricked me too. I was like, why would they say they had it if it didn't? That damn gaslighting. Okay, uh, it's increased damage versus champions is a hundred percent. So it's double. There you go. Uh. And I wonder if that's for all firing modes. Again, something to test. Thorn is getting touched and it's no no place. In season 23, Thorn will be getting both a catalyst to bring up its strength in PvP and a change to its base behavior to make it more fun to use in PvE. Picking up a remnant can overflow the magazine up to 40 rounds max. Golly! 40 rounds in Thorn? Holy biscuits. Um. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Uh, anyway, the catalyst is going to give it 20 range, 10 stability. These are additional, not total. <laughs> Sorry, plus 20 range, plus 10 stability. And getting kills or picking up a remnant grants additional range, handling, and mobility. 
That is going to be a monster in PvP. Oh, holy smack. I meant, dude, she's got to pick up one remnant and he's got 40 rounds of thorn in PvP. Oh, no. Is this a PvP change or a PvE change? Did they it say? Said, it says the catalyst to bring its strength up in PvP. Mm-hmm. And the catalyst. Base. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Mm. It's what it says. Mm. Uh, class uh, glaives. Oh, so there are specific exotic glaives that nobody's used ever. That's going to get a buff. And hi, Adi Biscotti. Nice name. Uh, alongside the glaive rework mentioned above, we will also we have also done some tuning on the class exotic glaives introduced in the Witch Queen. The below changes are for all three glaives. To make sure you're using their exotic functionality both more to make to make using their exotic functionality both more forgiving and more understandable. Mm-hmm. Forgiving grant, and understandable. Okay. Yep. So, so you're going to grant one ammo when you activate the perk. So I guess when you pop the bubble, shoot the arc, or what the hell is it? Or heal. This is the third one. Uh, when you activate the perk, you get one ammo. So you can use it even if you're out of ammo. You no longer... I'm sorry. It no longer passively drains shield energy when you special reload to activate the perk. And it no longer is deactivated by reloading or stowing the weapon. I wish I could tell you what these things mean, but since I've never used the stupid glaives, I have no idea what they're talking about. But there you go. Edge of Intent, says Warlock specifically. Edge of Intent seemed like it was begging for some Solar 3.0 interaction instead of the previous generic healing effect. A larger area of effect helps it reach more nearby allies, too. So they... What is going on in my headset? Uh, Change the effect of the healing turret projectiles to grant cures and provide restoration. That is actually pretty good. Is it worth an exotic slot on a warlock? I don't know. But that's pretty good. You'll it check is, out those guides we linked to in the show notes to, to know what Cure and Restoration does to see if it's worth it. Cure heals you. Restoration gives you a... Um, and So Cure gives you a bunch of health at once, and Restoration heals you over time. That's what it is. Boom. Okay. Uh, increased the... Huh? Excellent. Yes. I sound like ass to cross by the way I talk. Nobody's ever called me that before. Increase the AoE radius to 8 meters to benefit more nearby allies. Now, what was it before? Was it just like it was the size of a rift before, wasn't it? So, like, what, not two meters? Not eight meters. Not eight meters. That is huge. That Again, might actually be worth it. Exotic glaive, uh, uh, no idea. Right. Okay. Um, let's see what we got. Uh, it increases magazine size from four to five. Eh. And that's it for that. The Edge of Action, which is the Titan Bubble Glaive. We wanted to make the baby bubble more effective in the in-game content. So now it provides some benefits to weapons just for passing through it, even if you don't remain inside. Let's go. Passing through the bubble now grants bonus reload speed, handling, and a small amount of stacking bonus damage in addition to the overshield. Holy moly, that's pretty strong. You get the bubble, you get reload speed, handling, Damage and an overshield just for walking through the damn thing? Holy biscuit monkeys. Okay. But the poor bubble. 
that's a poor bubble. We'll see what they're going to do next. Read the next line. The poor okay. bubble. Reduce yeah, the health of the bubble from 8,000 to 2,400 to account for the increased uptime and improved effects. It okay. has a good life, but it's a very short life. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the point is, is you don't really need to sit in the bubble. You just walk through the bubble to get all these buffs, right? Oh, I mean, it'll be there longer as long as nobody kills the damn thing. <laughs> Can I put up my barricade in front of the bubble to keep the bubble safe for a little bit longer? <laughs> Doesn't your barricade only have fifteen hundred health now? It's fifteen hundred more than fifteen hundred more than nothing. I guess I'm saying, I might be completely wrong about that. By the way, but put up a wall in front of the bubble. At least it keeps the bubble long alive a little longer. Yeah, but then you can't shoot through the wall, or go. The bubble is useless. No, you're, you're just passing through the bubble just to keep it safe from the from the enemy incoming fire. Uh, okay. Like, like a little puppy, you have to keep safe in the background while you fend off the enemy. No, no. What happens? Hear me out. So anybody who's played D D knows you can't put a bag of holding in a bag of holding because it destroys the immediate area. Okay. Um. So what happens if you put a bubble within a bubble? If you have the big bubble and you put the baby bubble in the big bubble, do they stack? Do they cancel each other out? Do Cause annihilation. Let's find you out. You get you get whatever the higher weapon type is, like they talked about before. Well, this is already spoiling my fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm spoiling your fun. Just just like if you have a bubble and a rift and a warlock, well, whatever the top thing is, that's what you'll get. And we so have, if you have a little bubble. You can make it grow up to a big bubble, and you have big bubble powers. Uh, Edge of concurrence, which is the hunter. The glaive changes mentioned above already made this quite solid. Eh. But we felt that Lightning Seeker presented a fun opportunity for Arc 3.0 interactions. Lightning Seeker now jolts the target on impact. Eh. And reduced the direct hit damage of Lightning Seeker to account for the free ammo granted. Eh. Lightning Seeker, I'm guessing good. it's a projectile. No, it's our special ability. It's a... Oh, okay. it, it, you know the ice grenade that chases people? Mm -hmm. That, but lightning. So if yeah. I hit you, so if I whack you with the glaive, then it spawns a little seeker that chases you? Oh, no, 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 no. You don't whack, you shoot it. Projectile. It's a special well, that's projectile. That's what I was asking. If, if the lightning seeker is a projectile. So yes, it, so it's a projectile. You shoot and it hunts you down and jolts you. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, jolt, yeah, I mean, jolt's not terrible. I don't know if that's, you know, I don't know what it does now, but I mean, I, I no, take a jolt terrible. over not a jolt, but yeah, it's not terrible. But adding jolt, it's uh, again, you know, it's not terrible. But the Titans bubble does so much stuff, and then the Warlock has a huge AOE healing and restoration effect, and now we can jolt a single target. Eh? Yeah, does it's it kind of underwhelming compared to the other two. Is all I'm saying. I'm not saying oh, yeah, it's but, good. I'm not saying yeah. it's it's definitely not great, but it's underwhelming for sure. I was expecting so much more. Is it good? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it would have given it like a like a chain lightning effect that also jolts, that would have been cool. You know, mm -hmm. a bunch of enemies hit by the same thing. Awesome, right? And they all get jolted by chain lightning. That would have been great. But one enemy gets jolted. Eh. Usher Striga. Usher's trigger has been, quite frankly, far too powerful. Uh-oh. For the ease of yeah. use it provides when it comes to ad clear and PvE. No! Good. Yeah, this, 
This was coming. <laughs> uh, it has more range than most other SMGs. It does not require kills and does not rely heavily on precision aim to activate one of the strongest AOEs we've ever had in Destiny. And confirm. <laughs> and it, yeah, but no, you have to kill them with the poison. Like, if you kill them with the gun, it doesn't... Like, the best part about Austria Ostriga, the poison is cool, but it's the fact that you can get a 180-round magazine in a submachine gun. That's what's amazing. And you can only yeah. do that if they're killed by the poison effect. You kill them with a bullet, doesn't count. If you poison them and kill them with anything else before the poison does, doesn't count. So, anyway, moving on. Uh, in addition to the lingering poison damage has benefited from the damage scaler that SMGs get in PvE. Ooh, I didn't know that. That's pretty good. Uh, so the poison benefited from the SMG damage buff in the PvE content, mm. which was intended to buff SMG direct impact damage. This scaler, <laughs> which was one of the highest scalers of any weapon in the game, is pushing the poison damage to such an extreme level that it's been difficult for any other weapon to compete in the ad clear role. Disagree. There are tons of weapons that are phenomenal with ad clear. Oh, I don't know. Trinity Ghoul off the top of my head is phenomenal, but moving on. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 is it better than this? If you've got Osteostriga and anything, would you really choose anything else if your if your role is ad clear? Dude, if <laughs> if I'm on a if I'm on a warlock, I am rocking Osteostriga and a glaive hundred percent every time with the gauntlets that spread poison and stuff like that. The I have no idea what they're called, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, what, what, and why wouldn't you use the Osteostrika with the poison gauntlets? You would. I'm saying I would. I do. When I, uh, whenever I play on my warlock, I use the gloves with the Osteostrika and a glaive. Because the glaive, the glaive melee... Um, damn, I gotta go back and look at my warlock to see yeah. how it interacts. But the glaive was actually increasing the magazine size of my Osteostrika when I pulled it out. Yeah, so, and, and, and uh, necrotic grips are the poison gloves. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was the melee on the glaive. I think it was when I melee them. The, the 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 gloves count that glaive melee as my melee and would poison on contact and kill them. And that poison would trigger the magazine and the Austrian trigger. That's how it worked. I remember now. Okay. Anyway, uh, completely wrong. While it's likely that this change will not move the needle on the Austrian trigger by a substantial amount, it will at least be slightly less of an outlier compared to other Adler weapons. I mean, there's just so many though. They're picking on this one. You have the hand cannon that blows things up. Uh, it's fire-based. No, no, oh, that one too, Ari though. That Ariana's one too. Val. No, well, yeah. not Ariana's Val. The, it's, it looks like lava. The gun looks like lava. Damn it. I was thinking of Ariana's Val with the explosion with the sunburst or whatever it's called. No, 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 no. Hold on. I don't even think I have one. It's That's a solar funny. hand cannon. Damn it, mm -hmm. is freaking. I might not even have one on me. Uh, is it an exotic? Is it a. It is definitely an exotic, yep. And it's, oh, it's sun, a combo. Sunshot. Thank you. Sunshot. That one. Yes. So, Sunshot is a phenomenal ad clear weapon. You have Trinity Cool, which is a phenomenal ad clear weapon. I mean, I can go on and on. The, the, even the new freaking X, X Driss, X Dirius, and the new uh, grenade launcher that we have that has infinite ammo. Right, that's a great ad clear weapon. There are so many good oh. ad clear weapons that they, that they're just discounting. You know, well, you can, well, well, no, I mean they're not discounting. They're saying, I mean, like as far as ease of use goes and no brain using it, like yes, like, like again, like going going back to those questions at the top, like is it super easy to use? Is it safe to use? 
it'd be hard to say there's a better choices. They're not saying it's the only choice, but they're saying this is the easiest, best no brainer choice. I, I would still argue that Trinity goal is probably significantly easier to use. And that's just my opinion, but I think Trinity goal is really, really, really good for ad clear. It's, you have it, to it's aim. Really you have to aim the Trinity goal. You don't even have to aim the Osteo Street. Not it anymore. Has tracking... You just got to get a kill. It has you just aiming... get a kill now if you have the catalyst. Any kill with that gun oh, oh, will right. give you the bonus electric damage. And then you shoot the ground around enemies, and then that arcs all those enemies and, and does damage and or kills them, which, again, recharges the arc on your bow. So, no, with its catalyst, it is a menace for Adclear. It's great. Right. And no one's saying it's not great. I'm just saying I think Osteostrika is better. I mean, it's good. I mean, agree to disagree. Good. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, so uh, that being the case, I, I mean, okay, to to preempt the argument, <laughs> I should have read the next slide. Okay, to preempt the argument, buffing <laughs> other weapons up to the same level would be power creep to an extreme degree, and a very un and very unhealthy for the game as a whole. So it's not something we're going to explore. Okay, they've removed the SMG damage bonus scaler that was affecting the poison damage. Thus, it brings Osteostriga poison down to match standard necrotic grip poison, which is still a menace, let's be honest. Though, as an exotic, it will still do 40% bonus damage against miners. So, I mean, even if the poison has, is at necrotic grip levels, it's still going to be a menace, especially when paired with necrotic grip and a melee weapon. Okay. So we've brought it down from astronomical to just really good. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> They're right, it didn't move the needle much, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, Salvation's Grip. Placed a speed... Salvation's Grip. Salvation's Grip. Um, that's, 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 what the hell is that? Let's do a quick search real quick so I know what the hell shoot, I'm talking about. Shoot, uh, shoot the, chris uh, oh, it, it oh, shoot, the crystal... Oh, uh, the crystal grenade launcher. Stasis crystals. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Salvation's Grip. Placed a speed limit on the detonation when damaging stasis crystals. This will help prevent the detonation from being able to shatter too many crystals on a single frame. So you've nerfed a gun that was already dumb. Good job, Bungie. Uh, which should sometimes kick the player into orbit. Ah, uh, so that that I think I think right there, that's why they did it. Not not because the gun was too good, because the gun was breaking the game and kicking people over. Okay. Oh my that, god. That I will accept. <laughs> I, I, I said this and I was like, why are they okay? That that makes sense. Right? I mean, it does damage <laughs> with the crystals now, doesn't it? They did at least change it so that this gun acts this heavy. Grenade launcher actually does damage now when you shoot things, I think, right? That went through, I believe. Uh, and I was just like, nobody uses it. What the hell? But no, it kicks you to orbit when you use it. That's amazing. Okay. No one, no one's used it since Beyond Light. There's no way to know. Winter's Might, the heavy glaive that had so much potential and was immediately nerfed. We did not want to leave Winter Bite out of the glaive improvement pass, so we made it a little stronger and at least bit less lethal to the user. Um, it has increased good. the detonation damage of the large projectile by 25%. That's still not even close to what it was nerfed from. And the self-damage blast radius has been halved. And the self-damage has been reduced. I'm just, I don't think I've ever shot it close enough for me to do harm to me. I didn't know there was self-damage. I'm going to be honest with you. So oh, there you go. There you go. Okay, perks. Oh, we got perk changes now. Here we go. Danger zone. Welcome to the danger zone. Uh, we made a small change to how danger zone works on rocket launchers. You can figure it out for yourselves when season twenty-three drops. What did you put in? 
<laughs> yeah, that that I've seen people talking about all week. Going, why, why Bungie? Why, why can can you not just tell us how how Danger Zone's going to work? So At least is, I'm not the only one who thinks that's stupid. Okay. No, no, uh, no it, everybody agrees. But Danger Danger Zone is. Dude, if you, I, I thought I had it pulled up. If you're surrounded, it does more damage. Is what that is. Ah. Uh, yeah. So, so they're doing something with that. Cool. Yeah. Hopefully, it'll cool. do less damage to you, <laughs> considering how it gets a power up when you're surrounded, and it's an explosive. But I digress. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, heavy grip. Mm-hmm. We've discovered. Uh, we've discovered that the heavy grip perk was slightly increasing incoming flinch. Uh, that was not intended, obviously, so we removed it. It's precision instrument perk. Uh, I'm sorry, no, precision. What the hell? Precision instrument colon. The difference between precision instrument and enhanced precision instrument was barely noticeable in practice. So we wanted to differentiate the two just a bit. We've increased enhanced precision instrument damage bonus at a max stack from 26% to 30%. I don't even know what that does. And if I Google it, that is not the perk. Okay. That is a company called Precision Instruments. And I'm going to have to look at that later. Kinetic Tremors. Oh, no. Please don't tell me this is a nerf. Uh, We wanted to make the activation requirements more consistent across archetypes. So we've changed the number of hits needed to trigger it on some weapons. Pulse rifles have gone from 12 to... Let's go. And enhance increase from... Wait, wait, from, from 12 to something because we lost you entirely. We got right. 12, for, for 12 to... Rifles, and then let's go. So from pulse rifles, uh, the activation requirement has gone from 12 shots landing to 11. I think rounds. 12 rounds landing to 11 rounds landing. And it actually increased the enhanced version from 9 shots to 10 shots. So... Huh? <laughs> Did you get to lose one round on enhanced to to still activate it? That's whatever, Bungie. I, why why do you do these dumb things? Okay. Um, and non-burst sidearms. They have reduced the activation from twelve rounds to eight, and they have decreased the enhanced from nine to seven. See, that's what you should do right there. They've reduced it in enhanced for for sidearms. You've increased it in enhanced for pulse rifles. Why? Anyway. Because it was easier to prop with the nature of pulse rifles? I, I don't know. Same. Maybe the way pulse to pulse rifles shoot with three burst bullets? Three to five, depending on the pulse. Okay. It, it, three yeah, normally, so, four okay. for aggressive, and then there are some that shoot five per burst. Okay, yeah. So, like, depending on the pulse rifle, nine to ten wouldn't actually move the needle on you. So, so there was probably something that shot like a three burst, where you said you need that fourth burst of three to land to get this to proc versus not. Hmm. It's just a guess in their thinking. Yeah, but for the enhanced, if it's a three round burst, it went from three rounds, so nine, you know, to mm-hmm. ten. So now you need that fourth one or an enhanced perk. They made enhanced worse. Yeah, because reasons. Again, there's there's probably one there's probably one gun out there who's an outlier, and they're like, if we just tweak this little minor thing, then it makes us happier. Yeah, man. And in the future, in season twenty three, mid season patch, and the patch that will launch with the final shape, we have a host of new changes for you. Uh, some highlights to look forward to are: in the near future, there would be bow tuning in PvP. 
So hopefully you're not getting one shot or nearly one shot. Although I, I mean I'm look I look a bow is a one shot weapon, and it requires a high degree of skill to get that crit. I think you don't, you don't go into PvP, you'll never know. Right, but no, just just from an outside perspective, you would think that it's got the one shot, and if you miss it, there's a big drawback because you got to pull back that second shot, right? But it's also a freaking arrow. And IRL, I know this is space magic, IRL, an arrow is going to do significantly more damage than a bullet. <laughs> Depending on the bullet, fair enough. But still, you got a shift going through you as opposed to a bullet. So anyway. And it sticks out uh, of your head and you look funny running around. That, that you do. Um, there's also additional weapon tuning for Checkmate aimed at prom- promoting a better diversity of weapons. I love my bow and hope they don't ruin it. Hey, it kind of looks like they're going to ruin it, but uh, in the far future, the Necrochasm will be getting a buff to extend the duration of the poison damage over time. Let's go. It applies from the Cursed Thrall explosion. Holy moly. I don't have the gun. I didn't know not only it blows up, but it also poisons. That is aggressive. I like it. Um, it will also have a new catalyst called One for Thrall. Well, also one that's brawl for one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, which grants a moderate period of increased damage, rage, and aim assist after you damage three enemies in quick succession. Not kill, damage. So damaging three Ooh. more enemies while the perk is active refreshes the timer? Dude, damage. spray and pray it. on an auto poison. rifle? Let's go. Yeah, with poison, uh, okay, bring me the far future. The with final shape is looking better. Mm-hmm. You've forgotten the explosions part, my friend. With poison oh, I, and oh, explosions. I would, never, I would never forget the explosions. <laughs> That's just oh something God. we need to actually work on getting that weapon between now and the far future. For real. And dude, a Titan with the, the AC-130 chest plate and this Warlock. gun is going to... No. Necrotic no, grips. Nah, necrotic grips. Necrotic grip me all day. I will take grips, more. I will yes. take more poison than I'll take more bullets. Uh, but the more bullets gives you more poison. Yeah, but the more poison also gives me more poison. All right, chicken of the egg. Uh, <laughs> so heavy grenade launchers will get a substantial inventory buff. Ooh. What does that mean? Like we can hold more this rounds. Should be substantial. Like it's we substantial. can hold more rounds in the magazine. We can hold more rounds in general. What does that mean? Yeah. More more rounds in the inventory. <laughs> okay. Or they're going to give us more in the inventory of heavy grenade launchers in the game. They're going to give us more of those? I I mean, I, I hope not, honestly. Because <laughs> we have plenty. We have so many god roll grenade launchers, and they're not even really good for boss DPS anymore. It's rocket launchers nowadays. So, I mean, yeah. you know, make grenade launchers great again. They're so much easier to use than rockets with a better ammo economy. Let's go. Any 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 takers? No? Alright, you all suck. Cool. Alright, and that is the end of whatever the hell I was just reading. Did you mention the the truth? The colony and the dead man's tail? Also also getting buffs to those as well as other exotic weapons? No, because he, he said that? he finished. He that, was the, part. that was number two ah. in between numbers one and three. Oh, okay, okay. So <laughs> there apparently are buffs to the truth rocket launcher the Colony Grenade Launcher, and the Dead Man's Tail Scout Rifle, as well as other exotic weapons. So hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Bungie has been nerfing the Dead Man's Tail for decades. Mm -hmm. And to this day, they still say it's too powerful. And now they're going to buff the gun that they complain about it being too powerful and deserves the nerfs it's getting. But just the craftable version. So you're going to have to earn it again, the craftable one, and then they're just going to buff that one and leave your non-craftable one alone. Now, the truth, I like that as a rocket launcher. It's always been a little underwhelming for boss DPS, but I love having three rockets in a barrel. That's fun. But the colony, when the colony first came out, I loved that gun so damn much. <laughs> Little spider bots going around the map just finding things to kill. That was amazing. So if that's going to get a buff, I'm really looking forward to that again. That sounds like it's going to be fun. I hope it's fun. I love that gun. It should be fun. Bungie, make it fun. How, how um, are you putting three, ma- three rockets into your truth barrel? The one. truth? Uh, the truth? The void one? It holds three in the barrel, homeboy. You get three shots before you have to reload. The game but something no, something else. But it's also been many years since I've actually used the truth. Yeah, no, no the truth no, you can hold more rockets. Okay, that yeah, that was again, the one of the uh, exotic. It's been a minute. It's because the ah, you know, okay. Galahorn could have two, two. Mm-hmm. and then Truth had three. Yeah, I used that ah, for years okay. inside of inside of Gambit because people love to hide in Gambit, and Truth also has horseshoes and grenades, right? So. As they're hiding behind cover, you shoot above the cover, and when it detects them there, it detonates and kills them. <laughs> it used to have such an aggressive tracking mechanic. That thing will go around a corner and look for you and your family before it detonated. It was amazing. Yep, and that was the last time I used it, because it's sitting at 1600 in my vault. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I'm looking forward to that. That's probably going to be a monster inside of Gambit again, assuming you play that kind of thing. And probably PvP, because if it's tracking and the horseshoes, either one of those are uh, buffed. Sir, you, you missed the word <laughs> after that, though. The colony, if you're going to buff, buff the colony, game over. Done. That's where everyone's using a PvP. That would also be true. I, I don't yes. even need to care where you are. I can just shoot randomly and go, um, you'll find someone, I'm sure. I, I believe in you, little little do, grenade. Do you remember back in the day whenever it, when no, it first came out? No, because I have taken years of therapy to block that from my mind, <laughs> just like Thorn in D1. Yeah. No, I don't remember it, and I refuse to, and you can't talk me into it. <laughs> I Believe it or not, I used to have fun. I know this is weird. I used to have fun in PvP when this gun was a thing. Because I would fire that bad boy every time I would get heavy and go do other things, and then eventually on my kill feed, boom, <laughs> it's killed somebody. I was like, yes! <laughs> yeah. It is, oh, yeah. That was my toaster back in the day, dude. I love that gun. You could fire it, uh, go for a walk, come back, and just enjoy the kills that it got for you. Yes, the kill feed was amazing. And you got what? Back then, you would get like three or four rounds with a heavy break. Don't, 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 don't. Just go. And you shoot in all kinds of different directions. <laughs> and they killed somebody eventually. And the truth would always find you in Gambit. Yes, it did. It would, I mean, it, it was so aggressive in Gambit, and it was amazing. You invaded with truth, and you, you win. You got, you got the four kills every time, man. It was, it was ridiculous. But then again, back in the Gambit days, you also could see through walls where people were. So, back in the know. Gambit days, there was Gambit. Yeah, I, I'm. I, you know, it sucks that they've taken that away because as an invader, you're already at a disadvantage with a one v four. They're like, but you get an over shield. Yeah, but it's one v four. Back <laughs> in know? the Dark Ages, we right? call this fun. Yeah, anyway. and it still is. 
Uh, just not oh. as much fun. Anyway, so I at that I am actually done. Now that everything has been read, you did. You, you made it to the end of the twab, Mister Night Demon. I know you've been dealing with with ex- external podcast things. So if you are there, and yeah. if you have any videos for the good people this week, I have. I have a good couple of videos this week. Ooh, lay us on them. Lay them on us. So. We have an infinite sunspot build from Truds this week using the Hallowfire Heart. It's 100% bonkers, according to Truds. So go and check that out. So you're telling me I should have not deleted that really nice Hallowfire Heart roll like got this week? Because I'm going, I've got two or three. Why would I ever need a Hallowfire Heart in my life? You get rid of one of the ones and keep the good one. Well, no, they were all good. But like I haven't used that that exotic in, in years. So, well, uh, oh well, I'm sure it'll be fine. The idea is to build up your super, and then use the Hellify Heart to get the the melee or the grenade kill to get the sunspot, mm-hmm. and then use the sunshot hand cannon or like anything kind of solar to keep getting the sunspots. It's a good PVE build, but I'd go I'd go and test it and, and see what you see what you think. Go and watch the Truds video. Did you guys see Datto's video this week? That he tricked the Destiny 2 game director into playing his stupid game show. I saw no. the video, but I had not had a chance to watch it yet. <laughs> no. Is it worth it? And is it Deacon approved? It, it's very funny, but it's not Deacon approved. It's 55 minutes long. So it, I believe yeah. it's Leopard and Skill Up and um, Joe Blackburn. He invites them on to try his game show at Guessing Shaders um, in various different things. You know, starts off with a pretty basic one, what's this shader, and then moves into what's this shader that's on this weapon, what's this shader that's on these, this armor piece, which way round should this shader go, what's the name of this shader. That's no, impossible. There's, there's, there's no way. There's no way anyone can do that. None of those colors in those shaders look like what they are. There's no well, way. Yeah, on some of the, the weapons and armor, that's true. I just The one that's always going to bug me, and I know for a fact he had to have had this because this has got to bug everybody, there's an all black shader, and I've already closed my game, so I can't remember what it's called. But when you apply it to the weapon, there is a bright fluorescent baby blue color on the weapon. Jackarina. Thank you. Don't smell blue on the shader, man. I know, but it's a lovely shader. It's yeah, when you can get the all black on some of the armors, it's great. But when you have that fluorescent baby blue just out of oh. nowhere. And the fact that it's on a black background, like you got the dark black background and this blinding blue color. That's a bunch of those light black backgrounds you like to use. (laughs) Oh, golly. Uh, Fallout Place put out a very good D2 damage guide this week. Uh, How to deal damage, max damage. It's a beginner's guide, but it's it's really cool because he's broken it down into like about four different sections for you. It goes over like the basic damage formulas, then goes into empowering buffs, surges, weapon perks and miscellaneous and debuffs. So go and check that one out. That one's a really cool video. So even if you want to kind of a refresher on what the kind of things are, because I mean, even though he says at the beginning of the video, it's like, you know, metas come and go, but there are kind of the basics of the game that will kind of still stay the same. Although some of the things might kind of fluctuate with what they can kind of do. It's a general, like this is, these are the buffs. These are the, the debuffs. These are the, so is this, the, the is this a complicated way of just saying that hand cannons are always going to be good. No, no, no. It, it doesn't go no. over things like that. It's like, 
with like bubbles and wells and, oh, yeah, and, okay. and the mods and things that you can combine. Like it's a very good PVE beginner's guide. Yeah. Understanding that there's a number of things in this game that can increase or decrease your damage. What are they and how to take advantage of them? Yes. Regardless of what weapon you're using to do those things, but just, you know, you know, like we we're talking about cure and restoration stuff earlier. What are these? How do I use them? What do all these words mean that I see pop up on things? What are these verbs and how do I take advantage of them? Indeed. And those are my, my three recommendations for this week for videos. But I did listen to the PVE podcast from Massive Breakdowns this week. He went over the festival weapons. Basically, you're not missing out on a lot. Horror Story is probably the best weapon out of the whole lot, the auto rifle. Um, but what they did tease is that they've got an episode coming up on the 7th of November with a guy um, in the Reddit community that they're going to talk about the, the same kind of things that Fallout talked about in his beginner's guide video about the damage and uh, how stacking damage and things like that. So that's one to kind of look out for and listen to when that kind of turns up. So go and check those guys out. PVE, Players versus Enemies uh, podcast. I will link that in the show notes as well. It's player versus environment, but yeah. No, that's a different podcast. About their podcast. Oh, that's a podcast name, Players versus Enemies? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes, I it's thought you were telling t- people what PvE meant. <laughs> no, and the guys that brought you massive breakdowns, you know, the PvE, though, which kind of shut down because Mercules and Kit Catcher were employed by Bungie and that kind of side shut down. But the PvE side of it, the Players versus Enemies, has continued. Gotcha. So they, they break down a lot of weapons for kind of PvE content. And this week they had builds. They were they were going over like, you know, we were talking about the last week that the leaks that Bungie kind of leaked themselves on the new, well, on the exotics that are in the game, that they just changed the verbiage of what this exotic's going to do in the future. So these were the ones that like the Stompies where it says you can kind of get damage mitigation from jumping up and things like that. So they went over what the changes could be that the from the the verbiage actually changed on the exotics to what kind of builds you could put together with these new changes. So they went over those this week, which was pretty cool. So again, I will link that in the show notes. Yeah, if you if you care about PvE, it's a very good show. It's not one I listen to every single week because sometimes it is it does go deeper than my brain can sort of process. But it's a very good show. You know, like they did an episode not that long ago about like all the different grenade types and damage breakdowns of all the grenades. It's really good with uh, uh, Saint Kabir Court Projects, and I can't remember the third. A solitary bird, I want to say maybe is the third, third person. But yeah, it's very good. Also, lovely accents. Very good show. I didn't see anything worth posting. I watched a couple things, asked across, this and that and the other, but really nothing that I think needs to be shared with everyone. So, yeah. Well, lots and lots of people responding to Ascendant Nomads, none of these weapons matter videos. Yeah. Mostly mm-hmm. at this point this week. And uh, Mac Tick's still saying, hey, there's things that are very, very good. You can just stand in GMs and dance and not take damage. So. Yeah, but nothing, nothing else terribly exciting. We're, we're sort of in that. It sounded like you said you can stand mm-hmm. and dance in a GM mm-hmm. and not take damage. Mm-hmm. That's what you said. If, if you're a Titan, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, sure. I did I did indeed say that. You can also solo everything with his invincible one-shot build, but but Mac ticks, M-A-C-T-I-C-S. Uh, he also does goes and does secret Grandmaster helps. 
where he and a buddy hop in and just like secretly help people with GMs, not realizing that, you know, that, you know, not telling the people they're helping that they're there to basically carry them through the GM. So it's good fun. But yeah, he's, he's been doing a number of builds. I haven't seen much from our buddy, uh, Mr. Booty as of late, but, uh, but, uh, Mac Tick's sort of taking up that mantle a little bit is in doing some good PV content. And, uh, along with his, uh, become a solar hunter God with the new build doing 352% extra damage. So he's been put some good stuff out. Nothing, nothing really this, this week other than the, the one shot build. But yeah, um, if you want to hang out in uh, GMs with swords and not take any damage, uh, you can, or maybe you can't, I won't tell you how X will. What I'm going to tell you is I think, uh, I'm done rambling. So I think we should close this, this slideshow unless, uh, that's really anything else. I think we should say love, thank you to our lovely patrons who, if you would like respawn to take you through a raid, and then you can do exactly the opposite of what he says. Don't actually do nope. that. He doesn't, he doesn't care for that. That's, that's night demon's job. You can go to patreoncom slash TTAH and you can join the glorious Zep orbit in K4 who cannot be threatened with a good time. We tried. They're sitting in orbit, going through their vaults and going, you can't threaten me. I have all the weapons. I don't know where to put them all, but I have them. And who's looking up at them? The Otter Dance Troop, led by the glorious T-Rex King, the Scarlet Cam, BHS Nightcrawler, Melamelly, and Dedicated Wham 64 Sitting up there, dancing, and why? Why do they dance, gentlemen? Well, I'll tell you why they dance. Because you know who's throwing grenades at them? Carver 2782, Golden God 1562, We Noble, We Noble, We Noble, there you are. Basically Salt, Zombie Pops, Renard Kalant, and Fire Squad 1688. And then finally, Deacon is hard at work training her day one raid team of Dimwee, Gravy Jeff, PP Pipe, and the Drifter Driftwood. Thank you to all of you lovely, lovely human beings. And actually, didn't we have an email this week, Mr. Night Demon? Didn't I, didn't I see there was, there was an email this week? I might have missed that one. Sorry. Now that I think about it. Did indeed. We can always save it for next week. But we did get a Melamelly email this week. <gasps> did we? Oh, I missed it. Yeah. We, we, got, we got two emails this week that I've missed. Sorry, Ooh. it's been half term and the kids have been keeping me occupied. That's that's fair. Well, well, Mel O'Malley says it's time for her monthly check-in. So, <laughs> hi, Night Demon, parody, and respawn. Night Demon, I think all your accents and voices are great. Don't let anyone tell you differently. See? We're still going to tell him, but but you shouldn't let us. So she goes on to say, I'm listening to your latest podcast. I must admit, I've fallen behind for being so swamped in real life. We are too. We get it. I did want to tell you that I completed my first solo dungeon. I picked, up the, I picked the supposedly easiest one, Shattered Throne, and tackled it last weekend. No, it was not flawless. I know it read, I, I read that some people said it was so easy to do, solo flawless, but I just happened to complete it solo. I felt that the Vorgath part of the dungeon was pretty painful to do solo. But I died a lot, and I can't imagine being able to do it flawlessly. I was just so happy when I finally completed it. But it wasn't with a lot of, without a lot of sweating. I got a cool emblem for completing it solo, too. Love it. Still kind of bummed about being stuck at Guardian Rank 10, only because I can't complete the new dungeon, Go to the Deep Solo. That one is a doozy. I can pretty easily make it to Ektar, the Shield of Savathun, but wow, is that boss fight difficult to do solo. I see videos and I read articles where people say, easy solo, flawless, and I just shake my head. I guess I am not to that level yet. Peach. I think the only way to get through the Shattered Throne solo is with the new builds that I've been playing with. 
I never previously played with Strand, but our son-in-law told us about the Strand Titan build with the Banner of War, and that has been so fun. I feel much more protected and able to survive easier. Well, that's it for now. I just wanted to check in and tell you I completed my first solo flawless, or solo, completed my first solo dungeon. I felt it was a pretty nice accomplishment for my next solo dungeon. I plan on playing around with Grasp of Avarice, but I might try to complete Pit of Heresy first. I read a few articles about Pit of Heresy that's much easier than Grasp of Avarice. Back to the podcast. Take care, guys. Mel. First off, yeah, congratulations on doing any dungeon solo. And as someone who set foot back in the grasp of Avarice this week, because I had never completed all the messages from that dungeon, I was missing about half of them to get the uh, ornament for the Gallahorn. Um, I had forgotten all about. I I had forgotten all about the. Um, the, the timed sparrow race with, with the mines. Yeah. Um, n- n- no, never again. Uh, so yeah, you might want to do anything, but that one, but yeah, you know, give them both a try, but yeah, grasp of avarice doesn't feel so hard as with that stupid time sparrow race. Yeah. And was the other one? Oh, and then Calvin Calvin. Yes. Yeah. So every time I listen to the intro, I can't help but think about the fact that it says tips, tricks, guides, and builds, but I've never seen a single build yet. <gasps> so I think you should pick your favorite builds and present it. So there you go. For next week. This well, is we we, look, to be honest, we've tried that's, that. That's what the and I even sent him the videos of the build guides, and he just never posted them. So I made two or three of them. I sent them to Night Demon, who said he would put it on YouTube, and it never happened. I'm just going to say, go, go look at what Mac Tix and Plum of the Booty are doing. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm taking their thing and ripping it off wholesale. <laughs> mainly when we say tips, tricks, guys, and builds, we, we kind of go over, uh, like, in the show, I guess. Like, if we say, like, we're running this or we're running that. But so, you know, I th- I suppose in the last couple of months, we haven't kind of gone, oh, we're, we're running Banner of War with this kind of mod or this kind of um, artifact or this... Artifacts, fragments, yeah. Well, no, we didn't yeah. go over the whole build, but I did discuss the. Remember how I said the uh, the helmet that gives you the overshield works with you know the the Beyblade, the Hunter Beyblade. I discussed it. I didn't. Know, I didn't go into detail, no, but yeah, you I need, mean, you need to have your favorite build and present it. So we're going to do that next week. One build, one build each. Just one. Okay. Just one build each. I'll do one Warlock. Build. Parody do Titan, and you do Hunter. Does it matter what uh, what element? No, just one build. Whichever overall, okay. Whichever build you're having the most fun with at the moment. Yeah. Okay. You Pick go. your favorite build, child, and and say this is what it is. Okay. Fair and enough. yeah, Melomali, uh, Banner of War Titan, real good, real real good. I'm 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 living on borrowed time, knowing the nerf is coming, but for now, I'm just gonna bask in it. <laughs> yeah, our our favorite complaining Titan, um, our Titan elitist, got on and played with the nerfs. And he said he had to find something completely different to use. But come next season, when both of the things he's using get nerfed, he says he's just going to look for something else. And I'm just like, eh? But how do you know something else at that time won't be good enough for you to use? And once again, he's just complaining about how it's just becoming Call of Duty. So, meh, meh, meh. (laughs) It it will never become Call of Duty unless they bring Checkmate to everything. In which case, uh, that's in the PvP. Goodbye. (laughs) <laughs> and also, this is the end of the show. Goodbye. Thank you for joining this us. Is- your Titans are parody night team and your hunters. No one responds in real life. If you would like to email the show, two Titans and a hunter at hotmail.com. We'll get you there. 
or YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, everywhere on the show, TikTok. You know where to find us. Go to a search box, type in Two Titans and a Hunter. There we are. You should follow the show on YouTube for each new episode, weekly update, video, live stream, and your, you know, either your compressed three-minute, actually 19 minutes. Do we ever get an answer? Are we getting the, the compressed three-minute uh, version of what's happening this week? Or are we getting the longer-form version of what's happening this week? Or I've, been putting, in, I've, I've been putting in the three-minute versions for everybody. <laughs> Well, there you go. Also, are you rolling the dice to make sure that what you're putting is accurate? (laughs) Listen, it's accurate at the time of creation. Yes. It's accurate to the best of his knowledge. If Bungie goes and says, whoopsie, we we flipped it around on you, that's on them, not on us. But if you'd like to see what is on us, twotitansandahunter.com. We'll tell you all the links, all the show notes, all those things we mentioned, those people we link to. And if you're sitting here saying, didn't I even tell me about that video with that thing? It's in the show notes each and every week, and we have all the show notes. So if you're a couple weeks behind, just, just scroll down the page. It's all there. Every show note from every episode, it's all there for you to enjoy. TwoTitansAndAHunter.com And if you'd like to join our Otter Dance troop, threaten us with a good time, throw more grenades, or train to be part of Deacon's Day One Raid team. Go to the Patreon at Patreon.com slash T-T-A-H. If you're looking for more casual encounter, Coffee.com, that's K-O-F-I.com slash TwoTitansAndAHunter. If you like the thrill of live action, spicy language, you can head over to twitch.tv slash no one responds in real life every Saturday morning or sometimes Friday mornings or sometimes late in the evening. You never really know for a live version of this show and whatever other shenanigans he gets up to. And if you want to keep it family friendly, like a proper British gentleman, head over to twitch.tv slash two titans and a hunter and you will see the glorious 19 respawn respawn stream early in the morning, sometimes with respawn and uh, getting up to whatever he's gotten up to that week. And uh, yeah, go there, hit the buttons. You'll know when they stream. You'll know when they go live. And uh, we're live each and every week on this lovely podcast. And with that, gentlemen, say goodbye to the people until we do this again about seven days from now. Deuces. Arrivederci. Harry, do you need to say bye? Harry, do you need to say bye? You always do the bye. That. Oh. Can't make me. Not my real British dad. (gasps) Yes, I am. Are you not his real British father? You're going to have to turn this podcast around right now. We're we're too far in. I can't turn it around now. (laughs) Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. Did I lose you guys, or did y'all stop talking? Hello? Hallelujah-oxygen-free Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious Even though Night Demon, he is really quite atrocious Hello? <laughs> now, you're, you're welcome for that <laughs> Different <laughs> and legally distinct from the song Right? <laughs> I, I see what you did there. Exactly. Fixed I don't want to exclude.